The Chemic Royals Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735. Hello and welcome back to the Kenwick Cricket Club podcast and as I am every week I'm joined by co-host uh, Stephen, Jonathan Kemp. Stephen, how are you? Um, I'm well, thank you Matthew for changing my middle name uh, again just to protect my identity. I know um, you get nervous about um, details revealed on this podcast. I do, um, as we all should and, and would. Um, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm feeling pretty, uh, pretty empty, uh, pretty hollow uh, and dead inside. Uh, the weekend's result uh, has left me um, thinking, fuck cricket. That is a fair call based on uh, the weekend's results. Uh, unfortunately, not a great day for the club, but uh, we move on nonetheless. Through a lack of choice, we move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in brighter news, we do have a very exciting uh, special guest with us today. Um, you did the reading of his stats we, we like to introduce people differently, so I'll let you. Yeah, I like take to do it, it a good way, and you no, like to do it I your like way. I like to let them guess. <laughs> it's a much better way, mate. So well, that you're no good. Um, I, I would say, in my humble opinion, mm. uh, that this man is a, is a legend of our club, and we're very fortunate to have him on the show today, as mm. I'm sure you feel that way too. Now, I need to preface everything that I say yeah. um, a bit like the Jacks episode. Uh, a lot of this man's work was done prior to the uh, advent of my cricket. Yeah. So when I start telling you this story, I don't have all the information. Okay. Most of it's right. Some of it we're just going to have to piece together. Okay. So let's go on an adventure. Okay. This man, I believe, made his debut for the club around the 97-98 season. 413 games. 6,190 runs at an average of 18.15, which we'll obviously call 20. High score of 127. Who that was against, we'll never know until we ask the individual. <laughs> 418 career wickets at an average of 14.51, so obviously we'll call that 14. Yeah. Best bowling of 7 for 82. Only this man, only this man knows who that was against, and let's and let's say that's wrong, and let's say my cricket's wrong on that. <laughs> um, 136 catches, uh, 11 runouts, eight of which are unassisted. Oh. Now all of these facts that I've just spat at you, what that amounts to is that this man to my right is the second most capped player in the Kenwick Cricket Club's history. He's the fifth highest run scorer in club history. He's the fifth highest wicket taker in club history. And he's taken the fourth fourth most amount of catches in club history. Before I give away who this man is, because I'm sure obviously no one will know from all of these (laughs) amazing statistics, this man's won a stupid amount of premierships. And I'm not even sure if he knows how many premierships he's won. Uh, He's won the Club Bowling Aggregate Award four times. Yeah. The Kevin Wilson Fielding Award, the best fielder in the club. Tom Bateman All-Rounder Award. He's been in the team of the decade, in consecutive decades, 09, 99 to 09, and then 09 to 19. Yep. And in 2014-15, he was elevated to the highest office of the Kenwick Cricket Club, that of life member, life member number 17. So it's my great pleasure to introduce Jason Thompson. 
Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me on. It's good very, to be here. It's very exciting. We've been waiting. This has been uh, probably a lead-up episode. We've been waiting for this one, Stephen. It's a bit of a white whale sort of moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. Well, off the off the top then, mm. can, we, can we talk about that 127, your highest ever score? Who was that against? That was against Forrestdale. One day? One days. Okay. What sort of year are we talking? 2000? No. no. It's the same year we made 430-odd in the one-day game. So it'd be 97, 98, maybe, something like that. I was born that year. 97? Oh, good year then, man. <laughs> Great year. Uh, debut game. Or debut year. Was 97, 98, was it, were we close? Yeah, roughly. I can't remember, to be honest with you. Yeah, micro gets a bit sketchy on the details, pre-2000. Yeah. Yep. Debut game was against Hilton Pelmora. Uh, we had seven. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, yuck. Uh, batted seven, didn't bowl, didn't field a ball, and we got absolutely pantsed. And I think I said to Gary Hartman, fuck this, I'm never coming back here ever again. Yeah, well, fuck. Sounds like there very nearly wasn't a second game, let alone a four hundred and what thirteenth. Yeah. Bloody hell! Mm. Uh, the best bowling seven for eighty two, no, as not. listed on my cricket. That's not right. I, th- I believe that's actually Scotty Hartman's best bowling figures. When they've put it on the wrong person. Yeah. How's that? How- yeah. Who was registered to have done that? That's far too expensive, anyway. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit of a sarge. Yeah. What are your best bowling figures? Uh, six for seven. Because I have seen. I did see that on my cricket. That was against Kennington, I think it was, mm. at Caker Park. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I think you're correct. Mm. Yeah, never taken the same for. Never. Okay. Well, look, I've just rattled off all of these these amazing statistics, um, and a lot of those statistics are going to feed the questions that we have for you later on in the show. Yeah. I look forward to them. Uh, plenty more to come with Jason very shortly, but we'll go through a few of the results from the weekend, um, starting off with... Uh, Pierce fourth grade played a game on the weekend. Yeah, something about um, a grand finale. Yeah, so two day grand final, uh, Coburn won, and that was how that one unfolded. Um, moving on to the under twelves, um, they played on the weekend. You don't want to talk about the game at all, do you? Well, there were some good patches in the game. You guys started well. Yeah, Saturday we at about one thirty was good. Yeah, <laughs> we had them three for Dick. You did yeah, three for sixteen that way. Yeah. And we're excited, Matthew. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's party time. And everything was everything was coming up Millhouse. And then a certain individual by the name of Paul Merko came to the crease. Mm. Sorry, patiently. Decided to score 80-something off 200-something balls. It felt like they outboard us. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah not, agree. not wrong. And uh, Chimetta uh, batted for a while, got 25 off 100 and something. Yep. Yep, they really just they ground our noses into the dirt and then... We were just playing catch-up every moment thereafter, weren't we? Unfortunately, that was the case. Uh, moving on. Yeah, less, <laughs> less said the better about uh, Sunday. Uh, to the under-12s who played their final game for the season on the weekend, uh, taking on the SJ Blues at Briggs Park. Uh, SJ making 6-142. Only one guy really scoring all their runs, a guy by the name of uh, Toby Ladhams making 60. Ah, Ladhams. Yeah, as opposed to Ladhams, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rosen with a wicket, Amish Pockle with a wicket, Jack Nankara with a wicket, and uh, Gary Dullywell with a wicket, and then two runouts to go on top of that. So, yeah. oh, good, good little fielders. And then in the batting ends, they certainly uh, go to fair crack. Uh, Zess Hanley making 16 not out, uh, Gary Dullywell 14 not out, 
Uh, Rosin, 10 not out. Um, unfortunately, the big dog, Jack Nancaro, out for one. So that really hurt them. Disappointing. Uh, Samick, so, so 12 not out. And uh, Jalen Juarez uh, came, in, came in and made a 18. They fell 32 runs short in the end. They made four for 110, which pretty good effort by the boys, but just probably just tried to accelerate a little bit too late. An, an honest effort. Oh, very, very honest effort. But uh, unfortunately, they do finish the season uh, with one win to their name uh, against Armadale earlier in the year. So they did get the one win at least, and hopefully they come back next year. Well, look, on the upside, there was no ladder. So where did they finish? We don't, we don't know. Equal first. If 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 all we can take from it is that they had a good time, and that they come back next year, then I say we'll premiers. That's the main thing. Yeah, exactly. They come back. So next year, Dan says that he's hoping they'll come back and maybe gets a couple of his other footy guys to come on board. So yeah. Do we know if they're if they're young twelves, like they'll stay in twelves, or will they have to progress to thirteen? They'll 13s? be under thirteen next year. Okay. So and what sort of subtle variations and rules are we dealing with? Like, are they gonna are they playing with an incredible now? No, they're playing with um, proper cricket ball, but one forty-two grams. Okay, I would have to check, but I believe they'd go to a full size next year. Okay, they'd have ladders. Uh, the re- the results would be final. I believe they'd still probably play thirty overs. Okay, um, yeah, be more realistic sort of stuff. Okay, uh, moving on to the under 15s who played on Friday night against Willerton Red, um, Mills Park batted first and uh, we batted 33 overs because they didn't bowl their 35 in the allotted time and we put on 6 or 239 so bit of a score yeah pretty happy with that nice uh, batted quite well uh, Caleb Evans made his first ever half century oh. belt him over the boundary uh, Matt Goodhue opened the batting uh, plays at Thornley Senior Cricket Club uh, made 21 hit a 6 and a 4 to end an over and the bowler walked up to him and said, oh, good bats from Blockett, mate. And <laughs> he was like, I just hit you for a four and then for a six back over your head. And that's why you're at the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> well, okay. In- interesting. Uh, Willerton then, we bowled them out for 125. Uh, probably got 30 or 40 more than they should have, but got to the point when you were going to win and the boys were sort of all bowling spin and mucking that's around. That's what I was going to say. Stuff. When did the spin come out? Yeah. So uh, they had a good time uh, winning that. So... Locked in third position, so we'll be taking on uh, Lesmerty Gold this week at Mazenod College. Yeah. So. How are you feeling about that that upcoming fixture, oh, semi final? Yeah. Pretty confident. I feel like I'm, I'm more excited than some of those boys. Yeah. See, this is the thing about youth that doesn't quite uh, sort of understand and appreciate the gravity of the mm. of the situation. You know, the weight of it. Yeah. So semi final this week. Uh, fingers crossed, we can get it done. Is it, is it two plays three? Yeah, one two place plays four. three, okay. one plays four. So, loses out. so if, if by chance we win and force them our knockoff first, we could get a home grand final. Is this the biggest game you've ever coached in your career? Um, I guess so. We've, we've have played in the semi before, back in under-13s, and we missed finals in under-14s, and now we're back with a vengeance. So. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, we, the, the semi-final in the 13s didn't go well. <laughs> we got a bit of a smashing that day. Yeah, yeah. look. I guess it doesn't matter what age you're at. Yeah. You can cop it. We're still not sure. Do we bowl first? Do we bat first? You clearly bat first. Mm-hmm, yeah. You haven't, you haven't been with these kids all year. Yeah, there's a... Just, they seem to switch on more when they know what they're chasing. I don't, they don't play... The last week, there was Willerton, which is... No offence to Willerton. They throw up pies and they put them away. But 
been times throughout the year we bat first and I'm like, why are you guys not batting like you do when you're chasing 180? Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you bat first, irrespective of the score you get, can you not, with the SEMJCC's bullshit rules, Mm -hmm. then not just doctor the outcome by bowling incredibly slowly? Well, it would be whatever you were on. So if at 25 overs you're on 87 and you bowled real slow and only bowled 25 your overs over and the other team was on 82, you would then win the game, yes. So I guess what I'm saying is doctor the game. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we'll see what happens, but... Uh, looking forward to it. I think I think we can win. I do again can reveal the week's batting order, and and we're excited to hear. But it, it, it as I said, it's also a floating batting order because it could suddenly change, given the the situation of the match, because rotations aren't, aren't a thing in finals anymore. Um, so we got Matt and I you opening the batting, Aman at three, Jake at four, Caleb at five, Kieran at six, Zach at seven, Callan at eight, and taking the gloves. Uh, Noah at 9, Manny at 10, Sour Cream 11, and Tanuj at 12. Excuse me, Sour Cream? It's his name, or it's his nickname. Okay. His name's Sulgat, but he rocked up to his first session two years ago and said, oh, you can call me Sour Cream. Fair enough. And we have ever since. Nice. Uh, So he's he's batting 11. He'll he'll, he'll bowl, though. Uh, Manny's at 10, but I said to Manny, I said, you'll have the pads on early because if we're in a good position, you're you're going in early. Just to throw caution just to, to the wind. caution to the wind. Is he a bit of a slogger? Is he He's a bit of a slogger. He made 28 on the weekend, hit a couple of sixes. And as much as there's probably other bigger hitters, I figure Manny could be the bloke that, you know, if he'd go out and got out immediately, well... A Mitch Johnson, Mitch Stark type. Yeah. A real a, caution to the yeah, wind. He's a, sort of a secret Santa, if you will. Mm. Oh, and, I, and I will. Mm. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. Hopefully I'll see you lads down there. 8 a.m. start at Mazenod College. Um, I I'll, I will be there. Um, if I was to get you to give me a lift, what time would you pick me up? Mm, Seven a.m. That's exceptionally early. <laughs> I think Chatty's going down. He said he's going down this weekend. We'll talk on Saturday. Do you think those young boys would consider moving the game to a more respectable time, like <laughs> a ten o'clock? Tell me to see if they'll play a night game at Mills. Oh, nice. Yeah, please. <laughs> nice, I love that. Uh, looking forward to it so hopefully they can get the job done and progress to a grand final which would be very very exciting uh, in terms of other matches there aren't any left uh, it's weird that the junior season's still going it is um, but we, we just sort of cop it it gives me something to look forward to on the weekend because mm. at the moment I don't know what to do with my Saturday And nor do I nor do I um, I'm now lost um, and I'm scared and afraid it's also unusual that the people who have been required to wear the masks for the least amount of time, are still involved in sport. Mm. What, what do your Saturdays become in the off-season, Jason? My game, my Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, like my footy. Yeah. Bit of family time. Yeah. Which you don't get with cricket season on Saturdays. That's obviously. true. Yeah. Bit of bit of mate time, which is nothing unusual yeah. with you two, you, you two boys. <laughs> and we live at my house on Saturdays, but yeah, footy mate. will definitely get a run. Yeah, definitely. And some sort of international cricket, I'm sure. Can we talk about the under-15s again, Matthew? Some of those guys played now seniors this year. They did. Some of those guys are really, really good cricketers. They are. If they hang around our club for a long time, we're going places. The, the, good, the good thing I notice about them is um, they're, they're very good cricketers, but they're good Kenwood cricketers, and I don't think they're good enough to go elsewhere. <laughs> so they can stay here and just dominate for us <laughs> in a high grade. They're just they're right yeah. on the brink. Yep. 
That's yeah. some good some good players. No, there are definitely some good players. Good bowlers, good batsmen, good keeper, the young fella. Yeah, Zach. Zach, Zach. very good keeper. Kieran, Caleb, uh, who else is there? Manny played it. Manny yeah. wrapped up the one day as bowling with seven wickets. So <laughs> see you later. Just snatch that. Uh, I'm a big Tanuj fan. Tanuj played a game this year, got his first senior wicket. I think 10 of the 12 guys played senior cricket this year, one of them for Thornley. Um, has always been a Thornley boy, so it's just sort of a bonus we got him across here. But also is now going to join Kenwick Footy in Sean Collingwood's side. So Interesting. the transition slowly happening. Cool. Interesting. And he's a very handy cricketer. He actually plays in the... Fifth grade. Plays fifth grade at Thornley. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he's 15. He's 15. Yeah. Holds his own too. Nice. Plays uh, for Perth Districts in under 15. He's won the grand final on... Uh, Saturday took oh. the first and the last wicket for Perth. Oh, so good on him. He's a uh, he's a pretty handy cricketer. Just keep dragging him over. Who was the young guy that bowled wheels? Caleb. Yeah. Yeah, about to, about to fall down the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's the one yeah, who he, made he the fifty looks, last week. He looks really, really good. Yeah, he's he's got a bit of potential, I think. Yeah, big time. Uh, Try to. IU played that one game at Phoenix. He played one senior game. Didn't go too well for him, but I'm sure he'll be back. Who's that? IU. Played yep, in the yep, Phoenix yep, game, yep. yep. Let's, not, let's not talk about that game anymore, Matthew. Yeah. That game's dead to us. <laughs> it's a fair call. Please. Amar played a few games. Noah with his left arm leggies in the one day Fs. Took a couple of threefers, so. And Donnie, I imagine, just said, come under my wing, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope so. Uh, as I said, no other games to talk about. Do we Do we just jump into these questions, Stephen, and get started? Getting to know Jason a bit better. Or? Well, if if I if you could allow me yeah. uh, to indulge myself mm. and the listener, um, overall a very positive year for us in fourth grade. It was very good, regardless Cons- of the result on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, having played in a couple of one day grand, uh, sorry, two day grand finals where we've lost by excruciatingly small margins, uh, to get absolutely walloped in a grand final is a is a weird and different experience. But I also guess that when you got a young team and guys are still learning their craft and, and learning what two-day cricket's all about, because, I mean, how many two-day games have most of those blokes played before the start of the year? Probably fuck all. Yeah. So, okay. so huge learning curve. And I hope, hope all the boys enjoyed their seasons and, and got something out of it and they want to come back next year because next year I predict is probably going to be a lot harder. Yeah. In a, in a higher grade. I think they're all coming back from what I haven't heard anyone say they're not. So I hope yeah, they nor, do. And yeah, nor have I, but just, yeah. If if they're listening, and they will be, please come back. And if you're a good cricketer and you're listening and you're at another club, come to us. And if you're in America or Germany or, or, or Cyprus, Cyprus and you've got e- visa issues, then, then talk to us. We'll help you out. <laughs> no, we won't. We can find a way. <laughs> sure. Uh... Jason, how did you enjoy your year? I know we didn't go too well. well. We finished fifth in the end, which probably will keep us in the one-day Bs. Uh, it was enjoyable. Was it? it was enjoyable not being captain. Just yeah. coming to cricket and going, you going, Tommy, stand there. You're batting here, you're bowling here. Yeah. Halfway through the season, so it was was enjoyable. It's also frustrating. <laughs> Lost a lot of games by close margins. Yeah. And... Oh, it's been brought up here before, but it'd be good to be picking your best side in, in where they should be playing. Yeah. But we won't go there. Sort of a dirty subject, but... Yeah. Uh, we had to combine our one-day Bs and our one-day Fs together and pick the best side. 
we'll be playing finals yeah. comfortably. Yeah. But it is what it is. Enjoyable year. Finished fifth, like you said, so we'll probably stay in the same grade next year. Yeah. Oh, look, after Christmas, it was a lot more consistent with selections, fortunately. Once yeah. some guys came back and just there were, <laughs> there were some games before Christmas, it was like, oh, we... We are really going to yeah. struggle today. Yeah, I think I said to you a couple of times, this is a little bit different, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> different. <laughs> a lot of kids got games in there as well, which is good. They've done a few teams. Well, I've played, filled in a few games for us before Christmas. Yeah. Some of them probably weren't, weren't enjoyable for those guys. <laughs> absolute pants, but it is what it is. You can't yeah. win every week. I'd pick up Thompson goes, Thompson will say, oh, Matty, I don't know four of these people. <laughs> Who are these people? Do they play for us? <laughs> yes. I think one game I said, I don't know six of these people. Probably, I think it was probably that Phoenix game. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. 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 Uh, Al played that game though, so that was exciting. Yeah, who's that? <laughs> that was very well. Al bowled seven overs and made forty-five or something. Yeah, did well. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't enough to get the W. Uh, <laughs> Rattled run short, man, Matthew. Real close. We had a couple of real close games against Riverton first two games after Christmas, like real mm. close. Mm. I think we lost them by fifteen runs both times, and then. We had them on toast at Riverton, and then their captain came out with a bung hamstring with a runner, and made a very quick seventy. Yeah, and got them home. Very unfortunate. I think hearing this conversation sort of makes me think ahead toward next year and what next year is going to look like. And we presume, or at least I certainly presume, that we're going to be not in fourth grade. Mm. I think we'd probably get off lightly if we got to third grade. More, more likely, probably second grade. Yeah, and if that's the case, and our sixth grade boys decide to hang around, because I'm pretty confident at least half of them are going to want to hang around. That's good. And Amesh is bringing more guys down, and and Sheehan is bringing more guys down. Then that sixth grade side probably has to go realistically to at least a fifth grade. Yeah. Hopefully, using that, we could maybe say, "Hey, SMCA, like maybe put us down to a one day C's, maybe a one day D's it for, wasn't, our, for our third eleven. I think half the issue was. It wasn't for us. Our best side and B's was good enough, but then oh, definitely, definitely. But, but then it wasn't even the guys above us. It was more that there'd be three guys in S and go fuck. We could use them, and yeah. Jake Collingwood or Sean Collingwood, for example, would have been great. Yep. You know, uh, just to steady our lineup a little bit. Even weeks we'd struggle, we add them in. At least you go. Well, at least we got something to deal with. So our bowling was always fine. It was our batting. It was our batting. Yeah. And you had those two to our batting side. It's probably 100 runs a week. Yeah, yeah. Even on their bad days, you get two, even 20 out of both of them and add yeah. another 40. It makes us yeah. look a bit more respectable. And two more decent bowlers if needed. Mm-hmm. And two good builders. Yeah. The um, sort of the issue, and it's not just, uh, well, it's certainly not other clubs. It's all, it's all clubs, really. Mm-hmm. Looking at the, the quality of cricketers that run around one-day Fs just because within their club structure they can't be fucked or they just want an easy game or they just want a social game or they want to test themselves yeah with their mates whatever like the standard of blokes that are playing one day F's cricket I'm not saying literally every 11 is uh, full of guns but it's probably higher than like what it should be yeah well uh, and in in respect to Sean and Jake as well like there were times like I'd want to bring up Dave and I, I just couldn't because they'd need someone to run the Fs. Mm. Or I'd bring up Dave and be like, well, I need to leave Sean there because there's literally no one else in that 11 that would be able to organise them. Yeah. Um, Gooch captain the last game of Fs. He'd be a great captain for that bottom side. 
because he can get players to play yep. and he makes it enjoyable for them. It's just a matter of if he would want to do it and do it the whole season. Well, but here is a man that can talk some shit. Teach. <laughs> yeah. He can talk shit with the best of them. Yeah. Shout out, Gooch, if you're listening. Love you. Um, it's something that the club should look at. Definitely next, uh, you know, we should, we should, well, I know the grand finals only just happened and still got juniors to play, but well, I'm already thinking about next year. Like, yeah. Please just have your coughing fit quietly, mate. My mic was off, so you should have discontinued, mate. Uh, it's hard to because I can still hear you. Oh, look. That's an issue you're going to have to deal with in the offseason. But it's okay because I won't be sleeping tonight due to the loss on the weekend, so I'll have plenty of time to think about it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to next season. Do we have a time machine so we can just get there? Or Fuck, I'd love that. I really would, yeah. But it was can like, we stop so I can watch the Collingwood games each week still? No. Oh, I don't want to watch the West Coast games this year. Dare to dream, Jason, until no. it happens. I'm a realist, Matthew. We're going to struggle hard. We're gonna be, we, we, we'll be bottom four. Collingwood's going to finish ahead of us. Yeah, they, that might not even happen either, to be honest with you. Look, until the first game starts, you can say, Collingwood will go up, Collingwood are winning the flag. You say this every year, Matthew. Well, and what, cause and how, how old are you? <laughs> when were you born? 1997. Okay. Tony <laughs> Clay's one since you've been alive. One. Exactly. Dare to dream. How old are you? 20... 25 in April. So one year out of 25 years, your dreams come true. And we had to play a second <laughs> second grand final. Exactly. Do it the easy way, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is that next year is probably going to look really, really different. Mm-hmm. I think, I know there's a lot of COVID stuff going on. We need to probably try to lock in an AGM not long after whenever we have uh, our wind-up. We need to get a committee that's switched on and focused and ready to start looking at next year because if we are in second grade like i promise you life's not going to be life's not going to be smooth sailing how you're going it's going to be real tough lucky we got big oars big oars for this ship yeah to like row the boat yeah (laughs) wow it not big oars big oars we might need big horses because look in look I say this respectfully, and it's going to sound incredibly arrogant, um, as is my want. I think I finished third on our wickets, and I spent a third of the year keeping. So, like, I'm, like, 32, going on 33, overweight and unfit. Like, I'm not going to be taking that many wickets in second grade. So what he's saying is that he let the team down by keeping at the start of the year and should have taken more wickets. Uh, Well, I guess what I'm saying (laughs) is Shapes let the team down by not coming earlier. (laughs) Fair enough. So all I'm saying is life's going to be a bit, bit difficult, difficult, different next year, and we need to start planning for it now. That's fair enough. Um, well, if you're looking for a bowler, one man did return opening the bowling this year, and that was Jason. No, I wouldn't have thought so, Matthew. <laughs> would not have thought so. How many wickets did you end up with this year? I have no idea. Whatever it is. <laughs> I'm not a stab man, brother. Trust yeah. me. Added to, added to the tally, though. Can you call Jax? He'll know. Jeff Martin's looking at that shit. He's shit. He's, he's on me again. He's on me. Shit. Would not have a clue, Matthew. To be honest with you. Yeah. Bob bowled very well at the the top of the innings. Oh, of course. Fifth highest wicket taker of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine. I'd imagine he got probably somewhere in the in the vicinity of fifteen wickets. Yeah, thanks. So. I think so. Another man. Next year would be exciting if he hangs around. Tells me he will, but it's a long way to go. Oh, McGlue. The glue stick. Absolutely get that boy. Fuck, if he hangs around, and uh, I, I will regale you what he said to me at the end of the last game. He said Please to me, do. Oh, yeah, I'll be back next year. I went, oh, fuck, 
good. He wants, wants to get serious, yeah. he said. And he goes, oh, good. I want to try like get to try and play higher. And I was like, come on. <laughs> he slots straight in the top side. Is he top side material? Yes. Yes. He could he could open your bowling and bat five or six. Yep, comfortably. Easily. Comfortably. Yeah. So what you're saying is the next captain of our club. That's what you're saying. <laughs> if you groom him enough and he hangs around and trains and wants to, but the last time just I getting him there would be last time I groomed anyone the police got involved, so um, <laughs> probably best that I don't do that. Okay, interesting. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see how that second grade team looks next year. Well, if it is second grade, I assume it will be. Top grade. Let's just say what the top grade team looks yep. like. Next it year. won't be fourth grade. That's no. for sure. If it's fourth grade, they've definitely like done a typo in the grading. <laughs> We've pulled off a coup. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pulled off some sort of miracle. Um, a lot of youth in that fourth grade side, though. There is. Which is good. They can only but get better. Can, they, can be the oldest one on there? How old are you? I was, yeah, 32 going 33. And as well, Al, Al was there. Yeah, when I was, I was a couple months older than I am. So. How old shapes? Oh, I think he twenty eight, something like that. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think he's lat. Well, he might not be. He's latter twenties. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of why I was hoping that we'd get another year in fourth grade, just for those boys' development. Because mm. um, it's really <clears throat> fucking harsh. Like, like Chuck didn't have a bad year, but he had a developing year, and I think he got somewhere in the 15, 15 wicket region as well. Mm. Like for a first full year of top like top uh, grade for the club like that's a real that's fucking good. great result really but then to go oh by the way you now got to play second grade and it's like oh fuck mm. yeah. yeah I agree well a bit of a shout out to Chook on the weekend I know Colby took three wickets I thought Chook was actually probably the pick of your bowlers yeah he bowled very well I thought he was yeah. your best bowler on Saturday but once all the wicket yeah just bowled full straight really well. yep. dodged him up one, one for 14 off his 10 I think something they were like something that, yeah. of that nature well, well, I don't know he just kept going mm. I think he was a bit I think he was a bit knackered because it was pretty humid and he yeah. bowled his 10 straight true true well should we uh, jump into some questions for Jason Stephen that sounds fair do you want to kick us off uh, you, you kick us off and then, then we'll jump to me because I know you're a prepared man well I, I am prepared <laughs> Amos Amos Steger writes in Stegman the boss man he writes in and he says, oh, hello, Jason. He says, have you ever dropped a catch diving low to your left? And then he says, in his own comments, from memory, normally plucks him. Jeez. I'd say it would have. <laughs> I spent a fair time, this, fair, fair, fair bit of time in the slips. Actually, I dropped one last year in the semi-final. Low to my oh, right. Oh, really? Not my left, to my right. It was very low. Yeah. Not to my left, though. Not pretty good on my left. No, it's not in my right. I do recall Jason dropped one catch this year, and I've never seen a man in more of a state of shock for about six, seven overs. Oh, Jason's like, camp. walked past and goes, the fuck did I drop that catch? <laughs> what the fuck? How the fuck did I drop that? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the hardest catch. Yeah. It just, it, I don't know. It wasn't even quick either. It wasn't slow, but it wasn't quick. Happened. It's just like, fuck. See, but Matty would have... Like played a lot of one day cricket where catches like if there's not three catches dropped a game like something's gone. Well, this day was I would say 12. we dropped twelve catches and that's been generous. It could have been more. That's and yuck. One wasn't hard. Not one of them was hard. There was a point like I but, don't usually but let's say there was six juniors in that side that day. Matthew. There was. There was a point though. I was like, <laughs> I usually get too upset. 
I was like, someone fucking take a catch for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's infectious. And that young fella took one. Aman, yes. Aman took a real good one. Mid on. Yeah. I took one off you and then there were about 14 dropped in a row and yeah. well, it was just a waiting game. More infectious than Omicron, I, I'd wager. <laughs> oh, there were some fucking bad ones. The, uh, the Moss Man continues. He said, what's the uh, most wild turkeys you've ever drunk in one sitting? Oh, <laughs> See, me and Bidwell, Kevin Bidwell, from our, our previous teams, we would literally sit there until 3 o'clock in the morning and drink bourbon. And we'd, be, we'd start throughout the cricket. <laughs> so some days 5, 5.30. So the normal, the normal standard wild turkeys, I'd say probably 20, 24 <laughs> maybe. The 101s... Which is my taste now, as you know, Stephen. Not a one I'm aware. I think last year's grand final party at my house, I think I drank 18 of them. Fuck. No. <laughs> Good section. Other, amongst other things as well. The old Jager bombs that we also love. Mm. Well, uh, the Moss concludes. He says, Could you beat Kempi in a game of darts if you threw with your left hand? Before you answer, I replied back to him and said, You'd beat me with no hands. That's a, that's a fair comment. <laughs> that's a real fair comment. Don't mind my darts. I have seen Steve play darts. He does hit the dartboard Impressive. most of the time. Impressive. I miss Moss, man. Yeah, he's a good he man. The fastest hands in the West, that man. Do not bowl short to him. It was disappearing. I still can't believe last week when all he was like that Moss used to bowl rapid. Oh, yeah. he, he was. I was trying to get him to bowl in a game he wouldn't bowl. No, no, I'm okay. He used to bowl jets. Australian fast oh, bowler. Ridiculous jets. I'm like. What are you bowling a game against now, though, wasn't he? Was he erratic in a game? Like, he, was, he, was a, he was a yard quicker than L. I think. And he had his best, I reckon. L was at his best. He was a yard quicker than L. I think when we were a bit younger and he was in like the, you know, like emerging warriors and country, like Colts and things like that, like I think he just maybe got over bowled. And he was sort of just like, oh, I'm here to. I'm at Kenwick. I'm just going to focus on batting. And he was a good bat. A yeah. very good bat. That's uh, the rest we found out one day. <laughs> Get fucks away. <laughs> um, I've got a question here from Tony Wright. Oh, Spudley. Um, do you feel left-handers are too rare a commodity at Kenwick? Definitely. There's not many of us. It's me, Spud. Do who else is there? There's none on the top side, is there? Is there? No. Left-handers. I. Do we have any house on apart from me and Spud? Jack Collingwood. I oh, Jack Jake, Collingwood. Jake, Jake. Well, there you go. That's a classic Jake's left-handed. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. Cheats. Yeah, well. Most graceful batsman in the world. <laughs> Brian Charles. Brian Charles. Very graceful. Um, also, another one here from uh, Mitch Cox. Mitch and Cox. This is just a, well. a statement. Just tell him I'll come out of retirement for his thousandth game for the club. Thousandth game. What's that going to be in 2057 or something like that? I'll be, long, I'll be dead by then. Look, I really hope you play a game before then, Mitchell. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. He promised me this year. Yeah. And he lied. Well, he was in for that one He lied. Game, no, he lied. He, he never lied. played with us. Yeah, he's a liar. He lied. Maybe that's at CBC coming out here, maybe. I'm not too sure. Still love you, Coxie. Yeah, we do. Come back, Coxie. We Please. Miss and captain our top side. <laughs> um, he could do that. He fucking could, very easily. Um... Cameron Wiss writes in, and he has a series of a series of questions. Um, he initially wanted to use the pseudonym uh, Ross Hegarty, 
Um, and that's, then, that's and that's then bad, Ross. I informed him that I'm pretty sure he's passed away. I'll just stay quiet. Ross Haggerty, he was a kind of a man. <laughs> and a cheat. <laughs> and he was a cheat as well. Come CBC. Oh. He was a kind of a man and a cheat. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Karen writes in, and his first question, uh, quite simply, uh, Gordon or Gabe? Neither. <laughs> it's like... No, I can't say that. That's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. It's like shitting your left hand and shitting your right hand. Which one's worse? They're the same. Um, so neither. Me personally, I'd say left hand, uh, right hand, because I'm right-handed, but... Um, Actually, yeah. I've, got, I've got Gabe out more, so let's say Gabe. Oof. Madness. Okay. <laughs> um, who is your favourite opponent over the journey? As in favourite, as in like? Yeah. Oh, it's, let's what say club. Yeah. Or player. Oh, well, it says opponent. So uh, let's let's go both. So as you know, I played a couple of years at Thornley. I do. Got a lot of mates at Thornley still. So I did like playing against Thornley, and I usually said my best with Thornley for some reason, for some weird reason. Not too sure why. And favourite player from the Thorny, probably Jack Horner. You know Jack? You know, Don't know Jack. Yeah. Uh, great bloke. Funniest, funniest fuck. Make anyone laugh. Lost an audience. But also a good cricketer when he wants to be. Scored a, <coughs> scored a fair few uh, runs against us in... He has. I remember that day, let's digress a little bit. I made my, my last 100 for the club. Rings me in Miami, he goes, I had you go. So I made 100, he goes, I just made 220. Oh, get fucked, Jack. <laughs> get fucked, Jack. In a one-day game, too, just quietly. Oh, yeah, get fucked, Daniel. Oh, Jack, sorry. But yeah. you should have said, yeah, mine was in a good grade. I think it's both one-day. We were in one-day A's. Yeah. What was he been playing? Maybe he's been one-day B's, maybe. I'm not too sure. Yeah, okay. He's, the last couple of years, he's really hidden down the lower grades. Well, he doesn't train anymore. He works Saturday, so he basically comes from work and goes straight to the game, gets out late every day, so doesn't train at all. And he says to me, he goes, don't want to pick me, don't pick me, I don't care. I'll be a short old play. So. so you want to come to Kenwick? He did. He spent a year at Kenwick what back in the he? day. He played with Yapper and George. Because yeah. he want to come back? He only came back because we had a TAB there. Because Jack is a mad yamble. That's people know because <laughs> know him. So that's the only reason he came back. Was for the so TAB. next year he'll be what? Negative. Okay. Cameron continues, and, Cameron and, and he'll continue to continue. <laughs> with the popularity of Casa de Thompson... Have you thought about turning it into a fully functioning business? I could see this venture turning massive profits. So funny, so that now that we've got a pool, Jack's and Matthew say every time they're in the pool, you should charge people five dollars entry. Yeah. You make but a no. fortune. No. No, no, never. Whatever whatever I've got my mates can use as often as much as they want. As long as I'm there, of course. <laughs> and oh, and you know about it. <laughs> True. Uh, Cameron says, you've completed some great sledging in your time, uh, but I feel the best may have been the time you duped Chappie into believing I bowled 140 click. Uh, oh, so yes. not, not, not really a question in there, but he just says, thanks for getting me that wicket. So that was when they were playing for Southern River back in the day. We were playing fourth grade, I think it was. And... Wisp being a big big man of stature that he is. Chappie's coming out in the batting in the second in their first innings on the first day. And like Wisp is pushing off the boundary. I said oh, to the Chappie, I said, Oh, this dude's sharp, eh? And he goes, Oh, is he? So 
said, yeah, he's fucking sharp, man. I'd probably wear a helmet if I was you. And you see Chappie's life drain out of his face, thinking, fuck me. Wiss serves up a half volley on an off stump and goes, <clears throat> straight to cover. I think I think more into the catch. He turns and goes, thought you said he was fucking quick. I was going to make it, got you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Good man, nice. Chappie. That was a beer. Yeah, not bad for a um, mm. power water supply. Yeah, true. Wiss's final question. Pre-drinking before games, yes or no? We used to, quite often. There's always the uh, the even numbers, two or four. Were you at the club then, Stephen? You would have been there. I you? do. That yes. was my first year back at the first year back at the club. Yeah, we used to drink two or four cans on the way to cricket. Never an odd number because we we drank an odd number once against CBC, and we got absolutely dicked. I think it was six, four, might have been fourth way back in those days. Um, we were absolutely dicked. So we never had odd cans ever again. My 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 first year, I think it was probably like second to last round of the season, possibly. And we were at your house, and I had four wild turkeys, and it was about fucking three thousand <laughs> degrees. And then we drove. Was it the Thornley? Someone drove us. Yeah, to Thornley. Yep. And then you spent like forty-five overs telling me just to stay loose. <laughs> and like I started loose and then I just became hungover in the space of those 45 overs and then I came on and got my best bowling figures ever so I guess what I'm saying is your method works yes um, I remember that day eh? I think Wiss had his burrata took me three hours to get the, from Gosnells to Thornley <laughs> I was with Hurstie and his mates WRX we got there in about 8 seconds <laughs> I do remember that day eh? it, um, it was a good win that day eh? yeah it was very, very good win what were your figures seven? four for Maybe 17 or something like that, or 13, something like that. Uh, Chris Chadwick writes in, asking what it's like to own a nightclub. Does it come with any challenges? <laughs> uh, I presume he's talking about my house. Yeah, I, I assume. Oh, yes, I assume as well. No, no challenges. Let's get the riffraff out. <laughs> um, closing time sort of changes from night to night, depending yep. on who's over and what we're doing. Yeah. Now cooked I am. He also continues, ask him who is the loudest guest that has attended his nightclub. And why is it Jax? <laughs> oh, there's a couple. There's Jax, as you talk about. There's Matthew. <laughs> Jax has me covered. Oh, uh, see, sometimes yes. But Jax sits down and talks. You run around the, the back of the patio, <laughs> knocking things over, kicking in the chairs. And the wife will I'll quite often send me a message when she's in bed. Tell those fuckheads to shut up with you. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> you tell Catherine I'm really sorry. But you're not, because it happens time and time again. I'll tell you every time, Matthew. No, Jax has allowed us on average, but you're not far behind him, Matthew. All right. It's his refusal to sit. That's Matthew's a, it's like unsettling, it. isn't he it? He comes over and I go, Matthew, sit down. Why? I said, because I'll sit, sit down. It's my vibe with the room. He, is, he always stands <laughs> up leaning against the pool table. And he's behind everyone. It's like he's gauging the room. <laughs> Came to my house for dinner like a week or so ago. And we're in the kitchen, you know, just doing whatever. I mean, Sashini's doing all the cooking yep. and I'm fluffing about. I said, Matty, sit down. He goes, no, nah, I don't want to. Mate, fucking sit down. Yep. He refuses. You've got to threaten him sometimes. I don't, I don't, and I do. I'm in so do I. someone else's house. I don't want to bother people. I'll just hang back. It, you, know? you know, it probably bothers people when they ask you to do something and you don't do it. Well, look. I'm just happy standing. I'm not going to strip a pot. Maybe you'll end up against that next time. <laughs> <you're ever. laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, you'd get around that, wouldn't you? You'd vibe oh, with that. Li- no. Literally. Right uh, it. <laughs> he, he follows up with... Ask him who has the worst taste in music and why is it Matthew Arison? <laughs> What's well, a fair call? Because your love of Taylor Swift drives me crazy. Because she is so fucking ordinary, Matthew. No, she's not. Yes, she is. I'm not going to get into an argument. And Tim and Maddox, fuck me. Uh, Tim and Maddox? Ah! <laughs> Tim and Maddox. Surrounded by it. That is horrible as well. Some of the other music's okay. But your love for Taylor Swift drives me crazy, Matthew. She is something else. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> something else. Stephen, back to you here. <sighs> Friend of the show, Alistair Martin writes in. Are we? He says, who's the best and worst player that you've played with at Kenwick? Side note, Murray is not an acceptable answer for either. Worst. So you talk about him quite often on here. Great guy, only around for a couple of years. Jimmy Barr. <laughs> Mad stakes. <laughs> Mad stakes. Jimmy. So he was a real shit cricketer. He was horrible. <clears throat> Best. I played one game with Jeff Moore. He's reasonably talented. <laughs> he made back-to-back 170s in the last game here in the semi-final. On a Saturday, Sunday, he's, he's pretty handy. George Bomber, George Bomber's back's pretty good in his day. <sighs> Shit. That's a real hard one, that one. That's a real hard one. I have to actually real think about that and go back and check. Fair call. Very good cricketers. Very good. good. Ones. Jeff Moore's real good. Alistair concludes by asking, what are your general memories of the club back when you first started? So I remember my first went on a train the first time on a Thursday night. Went back to the old the old footy club, the big long room there, and you could not get a seat. There must have been 120 chairs in there with tables. You could not get a seat. And Gavin Hanley used to make everyone laugh on the PA system with his. You take the microphone in the toilet and do a piss, and you go, "What the fuck's that sound?" Be someone pissing in the toilet. Be Gavin Hanley. But generally, you could not get a seat. It was packed. He's a funny man, Gavin Henley. Um, he could not get a seat. Like, ridiculously packed. Busy. You know, go to the bar and see five deep in the bar, something in a nightclub. Hmm. That's how busy it was. Well, eh? Let's get back to that. That'd be nice. Would be nice. Even half of that'd be nice. Take a quarter. Actually, club rooms would be nice. I remember that season that was probably, was that like 13, 14 maybe, when the redevelopment was going on, or...? training at the primary school yeah well, when, and we'd go back to the footy club and do our trainings there uh, like our selections, selections there yeah. yeah that was good yeah. <coughs> that uh, room was packed couldn't get in there crazy sorry Matthew no, it's, please there's no need to be sorry um, I have a question from Dave Wallace oh, oh, Wally, Wally. Um, how do you manage to stay an, at an elite level of fitness uh, during the season so now clearly he's pulling the piss Lots of lots of lots of K's in my legs, Matthew. Lots of K's in my shoulders from just playing cricket for the last. I started when I was nine, so I'd say nine. thirty-eight years of cricket. <laughs> yeah. Probably had two years gap in between that. So I'm cricket fit, Matthew. Yeah, it's not fit. Nice, I like it. Uh, another one here uh, from Scott Hartman. Oh, Scotty. Um, see if you can get a three-two-one of the 
of the biggest pricks he's played against <laughs> because he's played against some doozies back in the day. I'm guessing Leeming and Forestdale may provide a few. So three being the worst? Yeah. A guy called Andrew Hanna. He's played for Forestdale, their keeper. Absolute fuck with. I also call him Daryl, just to piss him off. Daryl Hanna, the actress. He's getting fucking so angry. Uh, see, one of those, the guy from Rivers and Richard Marshall, he grew on me towards the, the latter state of the yeah, stages that exchanged mobile numbers at one point. Yeah, he was like texting me every Saturday night. Oh, how'd you go? And I'm like, jeez. When we first played against him, that guy had the best bounce we've ever seen. He just did not see it coming. And he knew it, and he's a real prick about it. I'll, I'll give him one vote, Richie Marshall. You know, yeah. I got him, got him, got him with him pretty well towards the end. Two. Fontana was a prick of a man. <sighs> yeah, didn't have much to do with him though. Only played against for that one year. Loved himself. Mm. Oh, who's a real prick I played against? Number two, number <coughs> two. I'm going to say the old prick from Mannington, Gibbons. Michael Gibbons, he is a genuine fucker. <laughs> son, son, great guy, nice guy, really respectful. But his old man is an absolute fuckwit. It'd be real hard to nail it down to just three. Yeah, because you come across, come, come across I'd, a fair I had to really think about it. I went through the stats and checked people out. But Daryl Hannah's definitely number one. <laughs> Sorry about Daryl. Sorry, I call him Daryl. His name's Andrew. <laughs> he came up, we played for us that one day. And we went absolutely pumped him. And John Gildoff. Former Kemic player. He's a big lad, probably six foot four, built like Jacks. And uh, we come up one day and he goes, Oh, right, you're the biggest, I'm starting with you. And John Goodall shit himself. Started shaking. I'm like, he goes, Oh, Tommy, can you help me, please? I went, Fuck off, Daryl. He goes, What? I said, It's 11 of us, one of you. Your own teammates don't even fucking like you. What happened here? So shut the fuck up, stop being a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, righto, Tommy, righto. Daryl, shut up. Go make splash again, mate. Fuck's sake, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I was shaking like a leaf. I'm like, fuck, John, there's 11 of us, mate. One of him. And he's not tough anyway. He gets white line fever and turns into a dickhead, but anyway. He's a real knobhead, that guy. We've got fuck with some dictionary, a picture of him, I reckon. Literally. <laughs> I know you weren't a fan of Silvestri. Oh, I forgot about Silvestri. Yeah. He, might, he might take a given spot, maybe, in oh. number two. He's a, he, he, I mean, he probably gets white line fever. But when your own teammates don't like you, you know there's something wrong. <laughs> what about what's Ken Judge featuring all that, not to besmirch the dead? Oh, Judgey was alright. He hated Maury, Glenmore. They hated each other with passion. Must see something to do with footy or something, I'm not too sure. I, just well, found I, I had no real problems with Ken Judge, to be honest with you. Earlier in the year, we versed PR Waters. And Tyler was sending Sylvester into the <laughs> high memories. school. Good memories. And I was scoring this to Jackson. Jackson just turned to me because Tom's out there on and goes, fuck Tom, I'll be fucking alive. That same game, he was putting a mid on. And I was in mid on. People throw the ball to you. He goes, why is someone fucking throwing the ball to me all the time? And I'm like, catch it with your fucking mouth in Sylvester. Get <laughs> fuck Thompson. Yeah, no, it's my thanks, mate. He's a damn uh, flog there, man. Graham Smith writes in. Ah, Smitty. Oh, Smitty. Top of the morning to you, Graham. Um, Favourite game played with the club now? I don't know. Um, let's go back go to the loudness question. I thought about Smitty. He's fucking real loud too, just quietly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. He is real loud. Run through me. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Tell me what it means. 
favourite game for the club that'd be real tough out of the 4 13 <sighs> I like games where you're not supposed to win but you win oh yeah so probably that flag against what year was that Stephen flag against Hilton Palmyra 11-12 uh, those are my favourite ones mine too because they were a really really good side we were okay Oh no, superstars, where we still? They were, we're, they were, were fucking exceptional. What have they been favourites going in? Oh, massively. They Heavily. finished first by miles. Yeah, okay. We finished third? Third or second? It might have been third. Because we pumped ribs well, in no, the I think semi. No, I think it was second. I think we finished second because we had the home semi against Willerton. Willerton, yeah. So they were a really, really good side. And they knew they were a good side. And like, we, we ended up beating them, obviously. I think my speech at the end of the day was something along the lines of. <laughs> Coming here today, I knew we had to play the perfect game, and unfortunately, few fuckers, we did. Unlucky, because <laughs> they were so fucking arrogant. Yeah, they just thought they'd just turn up and win. That didn't happen. There's something. There's something like um, sometimes the best. Sometimes the best team uh, doesn't always win. <laughs> we rocked up and played the perfect game. Unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be pretty happy with. And them. I remember thinking, yeah. yes, that's yeah. that's correct. Yes. So this like that, the two of Bruce had. What's their captain's name? Stephen. Uh, Albie, Albie Fernandez. Albie Fernandez had a couple, had a couple of real decent bowlers. They just were going to run through us, and it didn't happen. Uh, Suck a dick. Sheep writes in. Sheep. Oh, for fuck's sake! Here we go. <laughs> um, do Ser- you serious questions from sheep or are we um, being ridiculous? No, they never. Do you have a trailer I can borrow on Friday afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> no. Shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> no sheep or nights no, around. I own a trailer. Carl. I'll, I'll let him know. Thank you. <laughs> um, one more here before I head up back to Stephen. Uh, James August. Oh, Augie. Miss that, man. Miss that, man. Good man. Oh, Jesus. You're not going to like these questions at all. Ask Tomo about the time he ran himself out in a final. I believe it was all his fault. Just want to know why he didn't make his ground. After that, tell him it's good to finally see they have some decent people on the podcast. So that day was a one-day A's semi-final against... No, it might be a grand final against Lehman. Batting with Augie. I've hit it to... I think I've hit it through cover. I've basically ran three quarters way down the pitch. Augie's sitting, sitting on his back going, back going, no, I don't think so, Thompson. So I ran back. I'm going to my bat. got stuck on the hole. Bat fell out of my hand. Probably out by probably 15 centimetres. Umpire came out, which is fair enough. And he goes, never a single there. And went off Gary Hartman goes... Why the fuck didn't he run? Well, so Gary wouldn't swear. He <laughs> goes, why didn't he run? I said, don't know, you ask him. But to this day, Augie still says it was no, not a single there. Although I ran, I ran one and a half by myself. James. Thanks, James. Come on, James. I still remember that day. He also goes on to say, and I don't know if this is a question. Oh, and what happened on Sunday? I was going to head down after tea. Was he? Who knows? That's a lie, James. We haven't seen you all year. But when I say saw the score all out for 41, thought the mood might not be that great. Very disappointing. Did they choke? So I seen. I listened to your podcast last week, James, and you promised you'd come down to this game. Promised. Did. You would turn up, and you didn't. Again. I waited. Yep. I think we said on Sunday, Matty, where's, where's Augie? When's Augie going to turn up? Yeah. And he never did. He never I understand his thought process, though. Coming for... No, second half of the no, of the see, last day. You would think so, but I recall him saying on the podcast, "No, you come in the first day because you don't know what can happen the second exactly day." Exactly right. See, mm-hmm. so you're a liar, Augie. That's what we're saying. But please come out and play next year, Augie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be, you, mate. And do you want to be president? 
Or silence. <laughs> or be something. Will, will he? What do you want to be? What about, what about Dave? Is oh, Dave done? I don't know. This isn't the Dave Bentley podcast. We, we digress. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, what have you got there, Stephen? I've, got, I've still got a few questions left. I'd wager something in the six or seven region. Well, I've uh, got one left. Okay. Well, allow me to go on a bit of a tangent here. <laughs> Jacob Landsmere writes into the podcast. <laughs> and he says, who is your favourite and least favourite Willis and Crows cricketer? Oh, no one cares, No, no, Jacob. but this is... this is no, Hold on. Now, hold on. There are a lot of good cunts that play at Williton, and there are a lot of shit cunts. Let's hear from the man. I don't really have a favourite Williton cricketer, to be honest with you. Really? Not one? No, because we had a lot of run-ins. Not run-ins. We had a lot of good games against those guys. Actually, no, my favourite one's probably Rob Sims. Don't mind Rob Sims. He's a good good man. man. Probably followed by JL. Had a little bit to JL with our 70th anniversary last year. Mm. Which he did very well. Also a good man. He did a very good. He did a very good job that night. Least favourite. I've got a. I've got a feeling. I've got one. I've got a feeling. <laughs> I got him. Sully. <laughs> <laughs> knew it. Oh, Sully. Sully, good bowler. Thank you, wrong. Very good bowler. Oh, absolutely. But fuck, he tell you all about it. He carried on, didn't he? Oh, he get a wicket. He did get the number eleven out and carrying like he's fucking got Jeff Marsh out. I think he got me out LBW about seven hundred and five times. <laughs> In one particular season, he's a good bowler, he's a very good bowler, but carrying like a pork chop near the wicket, didn't like it. Mm. Told me I was shit. I think Joe told you was shit too, one day, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Now, look at his now. Best friends. I think Best Jacob friends. will be clearing to the Kenwick Hookup next season. So. I mean, I doubt that, but he's an honorary member as far as I'm concerned. Is he? Good man, Joe. Very good man. Yes. All the time for him. Uh, he continues. This is an unusual question that I didn't think he was going to ask. He said, what were your first impressions of Steve Kemp? To which I replied, aside from the fact that he was a cunt. Jeez. What year was that, Steve, when you turned up? 11, 12. Remember watching you... Because I always used to bat later trainings back in those days. I remember watching you bowl and I thought... I think I said to you, who was down there? Might have been Maury or Bidwell? And I was like... Fuck's going on that dude's action. <laughs> so he's only bowling one way. Because obviously your, your wrist position in that team, and I was like, but it's very effective. By the end of the year, you're playing topside. Did very, very, very well, very, very well that year. But I do remember bourbons on Thursday nights, Tuesday nights, Saturday <laughs> nights, Sunday <laughs> afternoons, many times at my house, talking shit on Saturday afternoons, what cricket season wasn't on, watching the footy, doing what you need to do. You're one of my best mates at the club, Stephen. So that's worked out well. Thank you, sir. Very well. It's kind of you to say. I think I've said on this podcast before that Thompson was the reason I actually decided to stay at Kenwick. Good. He's a good man. He's a good man. Very good. And I'll always say that, unless he kernels me. That's not going to happen, is it? Never. Let's not mention that name of this this podcast, please. I hope he's listening. Get fucked, Kerno. <laughs> and and, and maybe, maybe, maybe he is, maybe he is. Um, you have to pay for Spotify though, don't you? We could steal it. Um, maybe. Apple Podcasts are free. Oh, actually, I got Spotify on my phone. He stole my phone again. He got to have himself. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Al- allegedly, because we don't no, want no. any lawsuits. Lawsuits. Allegedly, okay, right. Eh? Jacob concludes. Sorry, he says. Sorry, Matthew. He says, "Will uh, will he return to fourth grade after their collapse?" last weekend to add some stability 
Probably not because you buy the guys going to second grade this year, so probably not. Mm. No, that, no, I don't, I'm not big on two day cricket. Did you prefer getting to play one day cricket this year? It was fun. I mean, I, do, I, I don't say I don't like two day cricket, but I'm far too old for that now, Matthew. Yeah. I was standing in the field for 75 overs. To be days. fair, I mean, you were doing the club thing and probably were there for two years more than you should have just to catch yeah, them true. that time. Yeah, true. The times you yeah. were fielding yourself first, slim, making yourself eight or nine. Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I, I liked it when I was captain, or when Chaddy was captain as well. Hoping the batting was good, because you, you had your job to do. Purpose. You had a job to do. Well, you've been eight or nine, so... Well, the game's all over us, and all, you know what I mean? Come in and have a slog if you need to, or... Try and get yourselves out of trouble on five for three, like we normally were sometimes. <laughs> we were, very often. Very much, yeah. Bit of a slight dig there from JL. Um, saying, you know, add some, add some stability... Um, because you know of our collapse on the weekend. Um, pretty sure we lost to Coburn in that grand final. Didn't lose to Williton. You also had a collapse. Yeah, that, and you'd think he'd maybe be a bit more understanding. He was very low understanding low, when low I spoke to him on Monday. Very nice about it. It was just, oh, you know, disappointing. You know, fuck Coburn. Yeah. That sort of thing. Mm. Um, I'm still dead inside, and I probably will be until I die. On the outside. I won't tell you when a two-day flag next year. Jeez, we've gone close a few times, haven't we, Stephen? Fucking two days last couple of years. Two yeah, days. I, I was thinking about it. I've seen the club win a lot of flags since I've been here. Still never a two-day flag no, since no I've been flags. here. Because... Yeah. But, but you look at the makeup of our top side in the last three or four years. You've got the Atkinsons, who are prime for one-day cricket. Yeah. Get the ball big, ball fast, bowl the seven or eight overs and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, we sort of mm. built a lot around those two guys. As a Minge, if you're listening, please come back please next come year. Back. Please. Please. They won, ha- they won that base. They'd yeah. be handy. Oh, Have them in second grade. Oh. Minge, Minge and Bowl second grade company, so it has a... I, I went into the probably. to the Coburn change rooms after the after the uh, schmozzle that was our game on Sunday. Um, and I took a couple of beers in there and I gave it to a couple of... Like, I gave it to... Um, Chimetta, um, Chimetta, who who I thought batted quite well, um, and I gave one to to Lawson McHale because I thought he bowled quite well, um, and I just I had a quick chat with him. Like everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I don't like Coburn, but I had to you know you got to pay pay respect where it's due, and they absolutely gave us a lesson. Um, one of the things that came out of that conversation was uh, the fear of the Atkinsons. Oh really? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, very much so. They are very much known and uh, and feared, I would say, from the the Coburn perspective. So, to reinforce what you're saying, Matthew, um, Daniel, Aaron, please come back. Didn't Daniel break Chook's ankle just about one day? He put him in hospital. Unlucky Chook. Got an infection for the ankle and for mental health issues because he was yeah. never the same. He's been an angry man ever since. Hey Chook, I'd pay to say that. I don't want to be laughable. <laughs> Chook angry. For sure, remember when we went to that listening, just we're talking about Chucky Watson. Yeah, Chuck Watson. Remember <laughs> yeah, we went, you, Chuk, Chuk. went to that president's uh, meeting mid mid season before this season started. Yeah, and he was talking about you know, if you blokes don't want to play two day cricket, then you can just fuck off. <laughs> Go play some one day cricket down in Peel. And everyone's like, mate, literally no one is suggesting anything to do with what you're rambling about. Just leave it alone. I still personally think they so should. I'm talking about him too in the worst periods of playing as real wankers. Chuck Watson will be up there as well. <laughs> yeah. 
Why do you mention his name before, Stephen? Oh, I just thought you had it covered, but... I still think there should only be, like, five two-day grades and just have the rest as one day. As <sighs> the whacker system, man, like four. Yeah. Four is yeah, enough. Yeah, let people have one, two, three, four. Yeah. And let promotion relegation be a thing. If, yeah. if Coburn's got two of the best eight teams, so be it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I agree. And then everyone else can play one-day stuff and then let there be a 2020 leg. Yeah, for sure. I agree. It's the future of cricket. As much as I don't care for 2020 cricket. And I'll always say that. Yeah, interesting. What, what, what do you think of the T20s this year, Jason? I liked having the chance to win another flag, but also T20s, I was like, oh, come, this is fucked. It, it just felt silly because there was only two guys could play once yeah. the final was done. Once the, final, the guys were in the finals, it was just... If you, if you drop one game, you're basically out of it. Yeah, well, we, we, you know, we missed one. out on... Yeah, to oh, Mannington. Because yeah. Mannington played their second grade sort of against us and beat us. Yeah. But it's just... And Maddington, by the end of the season, were a fucking rabble. Absolutely. <laughs> we beat them twice. They beat us once in yeah. T20. We won five games a year, didn't we? Six games, 12 games, something like that. Yep. I'm glad to say two of those wins against Maddington. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully next year. I don't know if they'll keep the T20s or what they'll do. Or I Personally, I think if we go back to one of those, you know, president's-type meetings, I think it was nice to give it a try. And we were, the, we were one of the clubs that... That asked for it. Yeah, we agreed. We we yeah we we raised a question and then agreed to it. Personally, I mean, I didn't play in that grade, but just from talking to you, you guys, and just the general feeling of it was like, oh, my Saturday's done now. Yeah, it was quick and short. Maybe because we finished second, I wouldn't mind a semi. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no semis. Yeah. It just seemed. And it just felt like a bit silly, especially after Christmas, like. You guys had played two weeks and like we went back to the third week or something. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. I think the SMCA probably learnt a bit. The executive probably learnt a bit from this year. Yeah. I, I'd reckon that if there's a, there's definitely a place for two-day cricket, one-day cricket, 2020s and F15s, but obviously the F15 is the Tuesday. Regular cricket, you know, two-day, one-day is the Saturday. Is and that then, still going, the F15? Yeah. Still going? Yeah, yeah still going. I wouldn't uh, mind it, even if they chucked in a real like low below one day grade t20 comp just to see who play it but see I, you know that's just not how it will get played out yeah because no, then exactly right. yeah you'd get guys who definitely shouldn't play there playing there and well, it well you just, look at the phoenix i played against this year yeah darren rule played the t20 final for the first grade top scored made 100 in one of the t20 games in first grade and he's playing t20s against one day b guys yeah, I'll give you, he's an older sort of player. But if you're making hundreds in first grade and T20s, you should not be playing one-day base. Yeah. You should not be allowed to play one-day base. And then that sort of then comes back to, that's not the association's fault, that's a club fault. Yeah. But he, he must have played five Counts. grades this year. Yeah. Yeah. And made runs for fun. And like, like I said, he's an older guy, but he's a still really, really fucking good cricketer. I think at the end of the day... The T20 stuff, if if that it's his own separate competition, and like I, I think like maybe let's go back to uh, the more traditional two day one day mix. You know, in in the two day grades, the one day only, and then 2020s on Sunday. And, then, it's an and then, optional, well, optional entry. Well, if it's if it's on Sunday, and yeah, like you say, it is then optional. If if the heroes want to play on a Saturday and a Sunday, yeah. the best of luck to them. Otherwise, it's the blokes, kind of like you're intending. It's like okay, well actually. 
I just want to play 2020. Yeah. Then they make themselves available for that, and whoever can get a team together for that, then best of luck to them. And also looking at it as well, there would be times we played a T20, and just because it's so fast-paced, sometimes it's more exhausting than the one because oh. you're moving the field so much. Oh, it yet, definitely is. It's, there's so much happening. Mental exhaustion. Yeah. That's happening. you got to think around it's a lot. Near, yeah, it's nearly just calm playing a one day. It is. Alternatively, if they were to keep it as a... Like, you know, two-day, one-day, one-day T20, like in the split in the grades, then you need to play everyone twice. Mm. Uh, yeah, they had two groups this year, mm. which is a bit silly. I d- yeah, I don't, I don't like that. So, I mean, everyone should probably still play each other twice in the one-day season, like a home and away for that. And if they were to incorporate the T20, what I'm thinking is you probably need more festival, for lack of a better phrase, style, where yeah. you play two two days, or two games. In, in a, yeah, in a yeah, day yeah. which I'd be open it's the same length but basically as one day you'd have a little gap yeah. in between yeah, yeah. because the, the other thing is I mean we're, we're in a fortunate position we could host day night games yeah. but you, you you set that up on the premise that everyone understands that they're going to have a round or two where they're playing two games in one day yeah. and then there'll be other games where you only play once other yeah. days we only play once and then that's the swings and the roundabouts of, of that competition I don't like this whole splitting it I think it's like it was a nice introduction to seeing you know how it goes but I, for, for me personally not for me thoughts yeah I'm, I'm sort of mixed on it as well I, I don't know what the best way to do it is I don't know if we just go back to the regular one day season again like it's nice to think of the two flags as well but yeah. like is it the like I, I want a flag I don't, I don't know it, it is it is it the same winning a T20 flag as a one-day flag in the middle of the season? Like, And it wasn't even middle of the season. It was well before Christmas, mm. wasn't it? Like, it was pretty early. It was out of the way. I do like the, the thing of winning two flags in one year, though. Yeah. Just takes yeah. about two-day cricket and one-day cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Good extra drive for two flags instead of one. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do next season. Gone off on a bit of a tangent there, haven't we? We have. Um, yeah. I've still got four questions. Okay, well, you go, you go with one, then I'll give my other couple. Anthony Futerick writes oh, in, what's... and he says, ask him, out of his teammates, who is or was your favourite batter and bowler to watch? <sighs> favourite bowler? Murray Williams. Negative. <laughs> See, I'm an in-swing bowler, and I think out-swing bowlers for mugs, because they miss, <laughs> they play miss. <laughs> But I did like watching Hurst and Wiss bowling after each other in a two-day game. Because mm. they get through one and they go, oh, fucking sweet. And all of a sudden, the next one will come on. Wiss, remember Wiss used to open and Hurst and we swapped them over mm. towards the end of the year? They go, oh, I've got through Wiss. Oh, fuck, Hurst is bowling three yards quicker. Jeez, and a little bit shorter. They were always good to watch. And especially being a second slipper, as I was, it was, it was like feeding time at the zoo. Mm. I don't know how many, how many catches got those two at first and second slip, but it was a lot. Batsman. There's a lot. I sound like Mossy. Mossy's good to watch. GT was good to watch. Puds on his day was good to watch. Maury on his day was good to watch. Bidwell. Shit. That's a tough one. Well, that year, Puds hit everything in the middle. Took shitloads of wickets. I think he won their cricket year by like 500 points or something. He had a really good year that year. He was good to watch that year. Shit, who am I probably thinking of? Probably forgetting about some, some people here. Tough one. Slopper in his heyday? You play much with him? 
That's like watching swap a soccer, but you play a paddle, paddle a paddle pull shot, and it, it'd go like ninety meters, and he wouldn't hardly hit it. And I'm like, fuck, how does he do that? With his old Duncan Fernley, no Duncan Fernley, what do you have? He had a Mooney Champion Hall bat, looks a thousand years old. We used to play this paddle pull shot, and I was like, how the fuck do you do that? Oh, that's crazy. Like the timing you get out of it, and the halfway to hit it, that's crazy. It's good to watch in his day. <sighs> Brute force. Probably Jeff and Glenmore are good to watch, brute force. Yeah, you see some of those guys that hit the balls that shouldn't be hit for six, and they go like 1,900 metres, you think, fuck me. I've got a good ball there, so it still cost me six. And those guys that go from ball one, too, they wouldn't they wouldn't get themselves in. The man's not saying Maury hit first, first ball for six, they hit it 100 metres <laughs> and go, the ball will just go, oh, fuck, here we go again. <sighs> Tough to nail them down, though, to one, two, and three. A lot of good cricketers. People was always good to watch. Who else? Who else? I'm thinking about here. Augie was good. His cover drive. He had a lot of sixes for cover drive. Pretty force chunk. Chunk was very good. I'm not forgetting about anyone here, Stephen. Jim uh, Goldfinch. Jim, Jim Goldfinch good in the nets. Well, he's a good net batsman, old Jimbo. Azza. Oh, Azza. Love watching Azza about. Well, that, that one, that one two-day final playing against Manny's hit. Um, this is what the ball, the slow end swingers. North? North, he hit him into the trees at Mills Park and they're still going up. And I was like, fuck, those trees went there. I was landing in the fucking soccer club. That was fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> a 60 in the one day final. Off the captain, Lacey, into the paddock at Mannington. I think that you're must, overseas, Stephen. I was. Yeah, he was. That must have gone 110 metres, I reckon. <laughs> I'd like to see a bit of brute force. But like, timing's good as well, but brute force is good as well. Hard to know I'm down to one, two, and three, or four, or it may be. Tough, Tough. indeed. Tough. Uh, I have a question here from Connor Breed. Connor Breed. Um, can I please have the in-depth history of Club Thompson? What's its most infamous slash famous guest to ever have appeared there? And what's the most memorable event to take place at Club Thompson? <sighs> Jeez. Infamous guest. That's a tough one. Mm. Most famous event. Remember the old New Year's Eve party we had there a couple of years ago? It was quite good. Yeah, that was handy. That was real good. That went for until about probably four o'clock in the morning, I think. Well, I mean, grand final party is always good. It'll eventually be the Kenwick Cricket Christmas Disco, but well, that's what Catherine's waiting. Catherine's waiting for you. Still in waiting. You've been talking about two years, Matthew. She's got her dancing shoes on. She's ready to go. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, the grand final place. The, the New Year's Eve party was good. That was real good. That was one of my favourites. But I just like the, when the clubs win, when the sides win at the club, going back to mine and getting on the piss, <laughs> having a swim, having a spa, playing pool, whatever you may do. It's just good fun. And I, there's no real dickheads at our club. The dickheads left, which is Kano. But he, he wasn't a dickhead up until then. Until that night, till he fucking did what he did. But there's always, there's just a lot of mates there. It's a lot better when you win. I was a lot better when you win. Big uh-huh. time. Yeah, big time. But even when you lose, you still got your mates around you. Yeah. yeah exactly right. Yeah. You still talk shit, as, yeah. as we do. Yeah. yeah. Even when we, I think we beat Maddington this year, it was the first win for like seven weeks. Back he was like, fuck, this is a lot nicer when you win, eh? Massively, it is. Wind's always good, man. Oh, cricket's great. <laughs> yeah. 
until next time. When did Matthew? When did you have a bigger smile on your face? The first time you ever had sex, or winning a game of cricket after seven weeks? Fucking cricket. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, uh, my mind. Yeah. Especially when there's a gap of many losses in a row, and you finally win one. I think fuck. It's like. <laughs> We beat Mannington and like, oh, let's come to know the song. I'm like, I don't give a fuck that you don't know the song. Let's <laughs> let's be honest, Matthew. We do that all the time. Mate. We beat Mannington for fun, don't we? Yeah, true, true. Up in the T20 game. We had the yeah. second grade side but that's okay. Yeah. And we still nearly won. Yeah. Batted pretty well, though. I think we made yeah. 150, chasing mm. 180. And we were front line of the day, too. We were. We were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's it for Connor Breed. I've got uh, three more questions. Yep. To conclude my questions, um, they're from Lewis Walden. Oh, Louis. Come back, Louis. We miss you, brother. Um, I'll start with a silly one. Uh, as a life member, can you tell us when is Murray getting life membership? See, Murray's an individual. It's all about Murray. Whereas me and you do things to the club, it's about helping people out and doing the right thing. Whereas Murray will go, I'll do this because. Oh, I'll do this because of this, or this will make me look good. So, well, Murray's not playing anymore, is he? He's not coming back at all? Still with his band? Until unless he wants to come Murray's So, Murray's probably never getting life membership. To be honest with you. That's a fair question. Hmm. And a fair answer. <laughs> uh, Jason, do you lose sleep over that half volley catch you took in the slips? Was that uh, Safety Bay? He said you'd know. He said you'd know what I'm talking about. Yes, and I know exactly what he's talking about. Louis, it wasn't a half volley catch. As for normal, Louis, I don't drop catches off you, as you know. Take lots of you. It was clean as a whistle, brother. I was at Safety Bay. We made a hundred. Well, we made two hundred something. We had in the batting that day. That's where CB ran me like a dog. <laughs> but I probably would have made two hundred fifty probably <laughs> soon. All that well that day. But anyway, let's not digress. <laughs> no, he, I think Louis took four or five that day too, didn't he? He took, he took four. I actually dropped. I was keeping and I dropped his, oh, uh, no. I dropped oh, his fifth. Dog's I don't remember too much about that game, Steve. It was not a half volley. It was clean. Uh, my one was a half volley. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what he's talking about, though. Because uh, he said to me last time, last time was on the third bounce, apparently. Now well, it's the second bounce. That's right. It's, it's getting better. He sent the message through with no context, and I just said, look, I actually don't know what you're talking about. He goes, you'll know. I don't know. Safety bay was. Um, he, he concludes, he wants to know, what's your most memorable innings and game? The hundreds are always good. I remember my first semi-final I played against Lamy at Kelmscott Oval, John Dunn Oval, John Dunn, John Dunn Reserve, what it's called these days. We were chasing 170 odd or something against Lehman, I think it was. And to that that period of time, that was my high score. I made 87 or something in the semi final. And got us close. Got out. Apparently, according to Gary Halpin, the guy was about five minutes out of the boundary, but no one could tell. He claimed the catch, which is a typical Lehman thing to do. And we lost by seven runs, I think. That was memorable because we were in the shit. I do like. One I know I do like was not a big score was the game against 79 general, the grand final. Where I batted, I don't know how long I batted for, I made 40 or something like that. Very un Thompson like. A couple of boundaries, but a lot of ones and twos. A lot of blocking, a lot of nudges, a lot of nurdles, which is unlike me, as you know. Stephen. Very un Thompson esque. Yep. So I was, I was proud of that one as well. 
Maybe fell three runs short. I think it was at the end of the day. Spud 43 out of our 93. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would have been. Spud, Spud would have made 30. 38 or something like that. Mm. So I was proud of that one. Would have been better if I had one. Would have meant something. Probably doesn't mean too much at the moment. What was the other part of the question? Uh, your most memorable game. Oh, shit. As a team? I appreciate that, that. appreciate that's where your where your mind goes. So I think he's probably wanting a more individual reflection. Uh, first hundred against Forrester, one twenty-seven. I also took six for in that day, and we still lost. <laughs> Fucking hell! Did you and then, I took three catches as well. Did you bring the boys in after and, and sit them all down and say, "What the fuck do I have to do?" No. <laughs> well, that was the day I hit in the face. So I hit in the face the first time that day, off uh, Chook's sister's boyfriend's old man. Oh, yeah. Shane, Shane Whiteford Shane Whiteford who was rather sharpened back in those days so from memory he bounced me a ball in for six in the bush and he walked past me and he goes open your eyes next time you fat cunt <laughs> I thought Shane I keep bowling that shit brother I'll keep hitting him there and the next ball was about three yards quicker and I got to the pull shot of course about that I was like oh that's a bit quicker that's going to be straight in the schnozzer and I was on about ooh, I was on about 80 then I think it was went off for the blood rule so the blood rule first came in. Uh, came back on, had blood on my shirt. Boy goes, you can't play, you got blood in your shirt. And I'm like, okay, right. So I wore someone else's shirt, was about three sizes too small for you. That was a, was a good look. <laughs> Went back at the bat. And Shane bounced me first ball again, which is what that's what he do, because he's a fucking prick like that. Good cricketer. And I went from, I faced two balls of his over, got there and the leg spin was bowling. Went from 80 to 99 and over. <laughs> that's a 99. I thought, okay, I'm, the, the thing coming out goes, oh, you know, 99, so okay, cool, no worries. Got dropped by the keeper, which is an absolute fucking soda. He dropped it. Okay, I was like, okay, one more to go, first 100, relax. Hit it straight to point, he dropped it. And I went, <laughs> fuck this. Made a six down the ground and we got my 100, it was just quite good. Nice. I was like, yeah, no, fuck this, this is ridiculous. Jason, who, who else was in that team and what were they doing for you to make, take six and make 100 and then lose the game, like... Did they not have hands? Or <laughs> what happened? It's the single greatest individual performance in a game that I've ever heard of. And the uh, rest of the team couldn't take four wickets or make another 20 to help, to help you get the win? There's me, there's Maury, there was <laughs> Darren Fitzgerald, Burnsy. Fuck, this is going back, this is going back 30 years, yeah. 25 years, I can't remember who else was in there. Uh, I thought Rubo was around then. Maybe not. Maybe Rubo was in there. So you had the game of your life, and everyone else just had the worst fucking game of their lives, or? Yeah, probably on my two. I can't remember to be honest with you. That was my my best individual performance. Fair enough. Did you have a, another question there, Stephen? That was uh, that was it from the questions that that were submitted. Okay. Well, this gives us a great opportunity because we'll, we'll wheel back around to some of our, our own questions and, you know, some of our more deep diving questions to learn to know about a bit more about you. Deep diving? Yeah. Look forward to it. Um, Get ready to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there is a, a game we play on this podcast called The Name Game. I'm sure you would have heard of it, Jason. I sure have. Listen um, to most podcasts, Matthew. Yeah. I've missed. I, I, I'm glad that you do. Uh, Stephen actually chose this week's game. And uh, it actually got brought up not, probably about five minutes ago. So I wasn't I wasn't sure if it would come up, but I thought it was still like it was like relevant, but still niche. Mm. Um, I wanted to I wanted to get real different and funky with you, but then I remember that you played you know f- the better part of 
two and a half to three decades of cricket for this club, and it's probably going to be hard for you to remember um, at any rate. <coughs> so um, I guess what I'm saying is good fucking luck. <laughs> Thank you. It was actually the uh, Safety Bay game we were talking about literally minutes ago. Yep, okay. Round 6, 2016-17, one day A season, also known as the Premiership season in one day A's. Mm. Great, great season that one. Great season. One of the better wins, David. It was a cracker, especially, wasn't it? Especially the semi-final. And we fucked Kenneth in the ass and then we <laughs> better. With some man took a hat-trick. Oh, well, look, that did happen. <coughs> I distinctly remember the day uh, for Safety Bay. Uh, you put a status on, on Facebook because you don't, you don't status very often. Um, no, you, you put a status up something to the effect of I thought the days of travelling to the arse end of the fucking <laughs> world were beyond me but here I fucking am travelling to Safety Bay for a game of fucking cr- <laughs> I remember correctly it was you, me and Alan in my car yeah I do recall yeah, we that got, we got to cricket real late remember it was like 10 to 1 well, <laughs> see, the thing and Caddy was, was panicking <laughs> do you remember? yeah because we, st- we stopped for feed and Al was like oh Subway oh Oh, chips. J- Jester's next door. And chips. Oh, there's and, chips and, well. and Jester goes, and Jester has a sign on best chips in the world. And he's like, well, oh, the best best chips in the world. <laughs> yeah, we have to. That, well, I have to try those. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so the game of Safety Bay, do you, do you, how many names do you reckon you could list off here? No one's ever done the full 11. No, I'm not going to get the 11, trust me. Oh, I dare to dream, Jason. You get close. No, I don't think so. So as I said before, I haven't Stephen. That's correct. So it's two. Louis Walton was there. Mm-hmm. Three. CB Thomas was there because he ran me out like a dog. <laughs> I distinctly messaged him and I said, this is the game. Thompson says CB ran him out like a fucking dog. Did he not? <laughs> you remember that, Stephen? I do. Anyway. Uh, and you're on 77. Yes. Oh, Off 76. That's four. Oh, shit. Is K-Man there? He was. I actually saw K-Man on Sunday. Oh yeah, good yeah. creator came in. He was at Great Mills before out. our final. What was he doing? Just some twenty twenty stuff. I had two twenty beforehand. I said, he goes, "Oh, you need me back down there, man." I'm like, yes, please come back. <laughs> Is that a fucking question? Good, good creator. Ooh, Spud played with that year. Was he there that year? That day? Oh, he, he played with us that year. Was he there that day? I don't remember seeing that. No. But he didn't. He didn't name Spud. No, he, he just asked a question. Yeah. 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 Alistair? He was. That's six. Who's that bowling attack? What year was that? 16, 17. So Braden wasn't there, probably, was he? He was. Was he there? Was Braden there? He was batting at three. Do you remember? Because that's when we thought he had a good cover drive on him. He's a batsman. That's why he lost his middle stump. That's right. I laughed. <laughs> How many is that? Seven. Seven. There's a bloke you said before. I don't think he's mentioned his name. Oh. Was Tommy Walden playing this then? Yes, he was. That's eight. You were our keeper, weren't you, Stephen? I was. So Manu wasn't there. Chadwick? Nine. 
So we're looking at uh, the, the these two, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, nice one. Player. One of them probably is. Um, you'd definitely be very familiar with one of them. The other one, I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't get it. So Nick Jackson plays in games like that year as well. Nick Jackson? Yeah, he's nailed it. About <laughs> <laughs> ten. Oh, this is a. He's home. I don't, I don't want to go early, but. Was there? Shereni with us? Shereni? Was it Shereni? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's all 11. That's the yeah. 11. <laughs> oh, fuck, nice. I was surprised myself. I remember Nick Jackson, he, he bought a couple of real good spells. Early doors? And I was like, fuck, this kid's actually right. At his best, he's very yeah, good. Yeah, he was very good. Was he a blockhead? He played one game a this Lego year. Did you play yeah, the game no, I didn't play this game. I missed because I was yeah. sick. He took it's three Phoenix. Far. It's Phoenix, it was, yeah. I come out and watch him. Bowled real well. And I wasn't even going to bowl because I thought, well, this guy has bowled for right. So, Matty, we're fucked. You might as well just give me a roll. <laughs> Start steamrolling him. Yeah, I wasn't sure if uh, Thomas was there. I knew Louis was there because obviously that, that, that bullshit catch he talks about. I wasn't sure if Thomas was there. Yeah, no, that was that was a good time. That was a good time to be alive. Yeah. That 16, good 17 side. year. Real, real good side. That's a that's a good fourth grade side these days as well. Well, <laughs> crazy that team in one day A's finished fourth. Yeah, been talent there, wasn't it? Fucking a lot of talent. Yep. Fuck up. Pretty handy one day A's comments that team's finished from fourth. Yeah. Fuck up. Oh, <laughs> Armadale was strong. Remember strong Armadale. Jesus Christ, they were strong. strong. Who was the other? Cannington. Cannington are always good. Yeah. On day. Thornley were incredibly strong. Yep. Weren't strong enough to make the fo- to make the final Armadale, were they? No. Well, they made a semi final. I remember my Jack we were talking about before, Jack Horner. Obviously, he, he lost to Cannington the Saturday. We beat Armadale. And remember, he goes, oh, we just lost. I went, oh, bullshit. Like, you lost to those guys. He goes, yeah. He goes, apparently, they've already won the flag and they're playing you guys. I'll beat you easy. I went, oh, is that right? I think I told you that as well. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. I remember we'll thinking the opposite. We'll I was like, when you guys knocked off Armadale, I'm like, fuck, you guys aren't losing the grand final. Funny that year was, we beat Cannington at their ground and they beat us at their ground, remember? Mm. We couldn't, they, they smashed us at their ground, we smashed them at their ground. I was kind of glad I was out there, Graham. Just standing around, <laughs> around the corner. That was a good year for the club, both teams making the grand final. Yeah, we yeah. only had two sides. Yeah. And they both made it. Yeah. Fuck, we've come a long way. Yeah, massively. Yeah. yeah massively. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Shout out to Lou Walden, who was asking questions earlier. Good man, Lou. Yeah. Won us, won us the the semi final that year in a, in a clutch moment. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. I still remember we'd won our semi and we were getting updates from Al and all of a sudden the updates just stopped and we were like, fuck, they've lost. And all he goes, or they're on the field celebrating. Which he was right. And he was right. So. We sang the song the day in the semi-final in the middle of the ground. Yeah, well, I mean, A, we definitely had to because it was a fucking sensational last ball win and B, Armadale didn't give us any, any change rooms. So I do remember that day because Paul James, PJ... Very, very quick, very erratic. He had his shoulder that day, remember? Hmm. He bounced me and I, I can't see the ball out there. It was right on my nose and I, and I swabbed it away. He had his shoulder. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, don't bounce me again. <laughs> Not playing anymore, eh? I'm sorry, <laughs> brother. I fucked off. Was that, did you guys play on the Wim Park ground, like? Where the nets are. Far right. Yeah, where the nets were. Okay. Our home ground. Um, I think that was when. Chemi, Chemi <laughs> I think they were still quite strong and probably their 
first grade was yep. playing in the middle yeah, ground. They were, we were watching that guy at sixes for fun, remember? Mm. Um, the young fellow went to CBC, little guy. <sighs> Shit, what's his name? Took five and on the grand final. Oh, like, Mark Rice. Mark Rice. Mm. He was hitting sixes at the, uh, the club rooms for fun. Now, Jason, it's that time where me and Stephen just get to throw a few questions at you and just get them to know you a bit better. Ask the Rice question, now, Matthew. Um, of course, he is. So you know, there's plenty of questions that we want to ask. Stephen, do you do you want to start off? Or no, please start with a fucking abomination. <laughs> that is the Rice question. So, Jason, do you do much cooking at home? I do all the cooking at home. Matthew. Really? Almost yeah. it. It's exciting. Uh, what's your go-to dish? What's my wife, I'll tell you my wife's go-to dishes, which is quite nice. She makes a good shepherd's pie. Oh, yeah. Very okay. good. Very tasty. Right yeah. that. My go-to dish. I'm more of a roast man, uh, Matthew. Yeah. I, I like a good pork roast or a good okay. lamb roast. Yeah. With all the trimmings, all the vegetables and the, the gravy and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. How, how into stir fries are you? So when you say stir fry, what do you mean by stir fry, Matthew? I'm just going to ask a question. Okay. So um, if you were at home making a stir fry, um, would you, uh, if you had to choose, would you go with noodles or with rice? If you had to choose. Well, if you're using rice, it'd be a fried rice, Matthew. Yeah. See, this is where the conjecture comes in, the little... There's no conjecture, Matthew. Yeah. How is that? That's called fried rice. Do you like How is it conjecture? I'm speaking to Jason. And I'm speaking uh, to you, cunt. How is it conjecture? Do you like cooking fried rice out of interest? It's a fried no, rice. I'm, 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 I'm shit at fried rice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good stir fry with noodles, though, Matthew. I'm good at making that. Yeah, I'll be happy every one night. I'd love, I'd love to come over for with no rice, so noodles stir fry. Noodles. It'd be exciting. Stephen, any questions? Do you like I've got a lot of questions, Matthew. Yep. We're in that sick fucking head of yours. Do you think that this is a good idea to ask people, to interrogate people about this, this culinary question? Turn, please turn it off. I don't know what number you're on, man. Just be me and you now, Jason. Um, Intimate. Nice. <laughs> um, my next question, um, I like to ask uh, a lot of questions. You can come back now, Stephen. It's okay. What am I in the fucking naughty corner? <laughs> what is this fucking British nanny shit? <laughs> Um, Faulty tales, I'm thinking about. <laughs> if you were stuck on a deserted island yep. and you could bring one Kenwick cricketer with you, who would it be and why? If I want to survive, it'd probably be Chadwick. Yeah, we all said but that we too. We'd make a good team, man, Chadwick, I reckon. Mm. He's a good guy and you'd have a good time, but also he's very yeah. resourceful and switched on. He doesn't drink much piss either, so I could drink all the piss. <laughs> <on as well. laughs> yep. Yeah. Maybe Chadwick, I reckon. Can't fuck Chadwick. <laughs> um, what if what if you knew? What if you knew that, um, like you basically like you, let's say your plane crashed in basically the middle of nowhere, like you're pretty confident no one's coming, and like you're basically like you're going to remain on that island until you die. Like what? What? What then? Like if there's if there's no chance of survival, what then? Like who or who then? Well, can I forage for like berries and such to last a bit longer, or am I literally just? You can, um, but it's 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 all but a foregone conclusion. Like you're basically needing a, a hail mary. Could I live out my days on the island? Like, or would I live for like fifteen years there, foraging and surviving, or would it be like you will live for four months because you were going to run out of food and die? Uh, you, let's say you could live there for fifteen years, but you still won't get found. Okay, all right. Yeah. It, it's a slow death. Okay. Tom Hanks. 
Tom Hanks day with Wilson. Mm. See, I'd still be tempted to go as Chatty because I feel like Chatty would help me find some food. <laughs> True. Don't eat the red berries, Matthew. Right? They're poisonous. Okay. That's what red what about pink and... berries? Pink berries are okay. No red berries. No okay. red for a reason, mate. Okay. All right. Um, pies? Yeah, pass pies. Yeah. He'd be real funny with, to be with. He'd be fucking rude boy. <laughs> he would just make you laugh. He'd be fucking useless. <laughs> but you'd have a good time with him, I reckon. He'd build you a grandstand. <laughs> Remember that day? Wow. Doing the grandstand. He'd, be, he'd, just, he'd die laughing. He'd die something. What's the die laughing? Fair enough. Um, another question I have, and this is just one I've come up with this week. Oh, um, shit. This is dangerous. No, no. I've been looking at my baggy blue, my Ken Week baggy blue, yeah. and some people like to just, once they have a baggy blue or a baggy hat like to keep it and not change it some people like to buy a new one once it's faded enough what what path do you go down do you think that once you have your baggy blue you just stick with that one or do you have to buy a new one when it eventually fades I don't wear baggy blues hates okay. them oh really them. Okay. I don't want to I just like them yeah. I like the caps do you have a baggy blue or not no, no? I never bought one ever okay actually I bought one for Wiss I'm not sure Wiss has still got it but I bought one I'll get one to Wiss probably does um, hope he does shout out Cameron yep Cameron Wiss good man go the Bulldogs Unfortunately, yep. not tonight. Um, so I've had my blue cap. I bought a new one this year. Mm. And I had the other blue cap for a good six or seven years, I reckon. It's mm. faded. That's uh, worse blue than that's on the dolphin picture there, Matthew. People <laughs> can't see it, obviously. But it's faded, faded blue. It's okay. old looking. What about you, Stephen? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll want to buy a new baggy at some point, eh? Ideally, I would have, I would have kept my baggy mm. um, circumstances uh, in my personal life didn't allow that to be the case yeah. uh, but the <coughs> the the personal uh, you know the ba- the baggy blue that I, I've got now um, I'll I'll hope to use that until it's till it's absolutely on its last legs fair enough yep. fair enough uh, now Jason let's say next year we've reached the semi-final one day B's yep and I come up to you and I go, Jason, I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to pick a song to pump these boys up. I just, I've, I've just, it's all too much for me. And I say, Jason, I need you to, to do it. What song do you reckon you'd go with to try pump up the boys? Well, that's a lie because no, nothing's ever too much for you, Matthew. Let's be honest. <laughs> He'd probably tell you to get your shit together. I'm about to go play a fucking important game of cricket. Um, so my, my music taste is real different. Mm. I like music from all generations. Yeah. But one to get up and about. I don't mind the old Timmy trumpet. Oh, I can the boys will get around that. They'll, they'll get the boys up. Yeah. Timmy Trump is quite good. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Yeah, that's a good call. Stephen, do you have any questions you want to go with? Um, just in, in the theme of the deep dive, Yeah. Um, you know, getting to know you as a person, what's the first thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do at night? So first thing when you're woken up and the last thing before you go to sleep. Now? Sure. Well, now the first thing I do is a rat test every morning. <laughs> I work. Last thing is, I go to bed reasonably early because of where I start at work. I start work at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, put make sure my alarm's set and have my water bottle for bedtime. Nothing exciting, trust me. Okay. Do you like starting work early and finishing early? Do you prefer it like it that? It has its pluses. Mm. But come 5 o'clock now, then I'm fucked. Oh. I'm like half falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. Fair so, enough. As it passes. 
pluses and minuses. What about movies? What sort of movies do you like? What do you what do you go to? Oh, I remember the Titans. Yeah, that's good. I, for I, 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 it's not a movie at the moment. Obviously, it's coming out soon, but um, the name of the series now. All you said last week. Probably watched it probably eighteen or nineteen times. Oh, what's it called? Sopranos. Oh. I've got the full set at home. I've probably watched it 18 or 19 times, and there's probably 80 episodes in that series. I can have. Love it. I can, watch it. I can watch it again and again. Yeah, right. Yep. Big fan. Big fan. Nice. Big, big fan. Now, I know you don't have any tattoos. No. But if you were ever going to get a tattoo, what would it be and why? Um, be family orientated. As you boys know, my family's pretty important to me. Um, put my wife's name and my kids' names on there all my kids' names my two kids and one that's passed away um, probably a scroll of some sort on my back or on my chest not sure where I'd have it just yet but be something like that would you would you ever realistically think of getting that or is this just a I've thought about it many hot, times theoretical hypothetical thought about it many times for me to get a tattoo it has to mean a lot obviously they're, they're quite pricey Probably painful as well. Uh, and needles are scary. Well, needles don't, don't really bother me, mm. but it's probably painful and pricey. Oh, on the bones. Anything yeah. that touches a bone yeah. is pretty. Yeah, so I've thought about it many a time. Me and the wife talk about it quite often. So, be family oriented, <laughs> that's for sure. Who was your uh, favourite cricketer growing up? We've got a couple. Alan Border, mm-hmm. man that's played a pool shot for life. <laughs> That's all we played with the pull shot. <coughs> Being a fellow left-hander, uh, like Dean Jones, and obviously the great man Warney, which my wife despises and hates a lot, mm. as you boys know. Yes, very much. Yeah, I like Craig Majemba too. He's a real yeah. try, that man. <laughs> real try. That's Cameron. I say he's a meat and spuds. The original meat and spuds. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about current Australian cricketers? Is there one that you? like the most out of the, the current lot? I know you're a big like Wizzy fan. I like Wizzy, I'm not a real fan of Warner. Yeah. Smithy's a bit of a take and leave it. Gen- he's a genius, I mean he's a genius, but a bit of a take and leave it. Who <sighs> got? So I reckon Nathan Lyon, he's the goat and the greatest of all time. He's a real meat and spots cricketer too, that guy I reckon. Yeah, so I do a lot of those guys. Cameron Green, back from WA. Always rated Sean Marsh. Thought he was pretty harshly dealt by Australian cricket board. Yeah, had his cool. chances. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. that that boy's just pure class. Um, who else have we got? Cummins, Hazelwood, Hazelwood's class. Hazelwood's good. Yeah, that's probably about it. The, the current crop. Yep, nice. Anything from you there, Stephen? Oh, I got a, I got a couple here. Yeah. Um. What's What's something that you don't like, or maybe hate, that everyone else likes or loves? That I hate that everyone else likes. That's a tough one, Stephen. I'll say Taylor Swift, but you don't want Taylor Swift either, do you, Stephen? No. Don't we can't like use her. 
I mean, you can. No. Yeah, well, Taylor Swift and singers and stuff are a bit subjective, person to person, I guess. Because mm. there's a right answer and a wrong answer. <laughs> no, some people like things, and some people don't like things, Stephen, and that's okay. Mm, and, like, there are there are right people and wrong people. <laughs> well, I was trying to be polite about this. If you want to be an idiot, that's on you. Sorry, Jason, continue. Yeah, I hate that mouth lots. It's a tough one. Well, I like left-handers. People say left-handers should pull down at birth. I hear every week of cricket. Oh, I have no problem with left-handers. It's just a pain in the ass when they come out and there's a left and right-hander at the crease no, and you get changed on the field. My like, yeah, fuck's sake. As much as I say they're cheaters, I like them. Okay. Walking wickets. Well, turn up, Stephen. Um, that's a real tough one. I can't really get an answer on that one. I've, I, that's a real tough one. I've heard Dan Jackson say before, and I think I've said this to you off air, Stephen. We're playing at Allen Edwards Park a few years ago in the one day seas and mm-hmm. Stephen was bowling to a left hander, and I was at slip, and Jack ah, said to Shane me, goes, Jack says to me, oh. Stephen being the top three bowlers I've ever seen bowl to left-handers. Well, that's pretty impressive. I don't know if you catch up Stephen with left-handers at first, slip, first and second slip. Uh, I've what on, about you? I've said on this podcast before I've never felt safer bowling to a left-hander with Jason Thompson at slip. That's <laughs> the ultimate safety. What about you? What's, what's something that you like that house hates? Oh, so many things. <laughs> so many. I feel like... Um, like I give me some ideas. Like I love um, when the boys bring the boombox into the change rooms, like pre-game this year and, and last year as well. Um, but I hate the music that they play. <laughs> so it's 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 a real that's a real conflicting yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, I mean, there's so many things, so many things that I hate. Um, I guess I'm just full of rage. I guess that's what I'm saying. Here's one for you, Jason. Obviously. You played the last years, or for many years, in the top side. But I know for the last two or three years, you guys have mainly dealt in water bottles. What was it like to have Cordial return to the fray this year for you? Did you enjoy it or did you hate it? I did drink it, Matthew. Yeah? I brought my own drinks every week. I try to bring the Cordial in the water, so we have you two do. You do. options. You do? Yeah. Very organised, Matthew. I always bring my own drinks anyway. always have done. That's true. Yeah. Uh, what what if, about? Sorry, go on. You go on. If if your life was um, depicted um, in you know an autobiographical film, uh, which actor would you want to play you, and which actor do you think would play you? And side note, <laughs> if, it was, if it was a pornographic film, which adult star would play what? you, and and why? Because J- Jason's very inept with these adult film stars. <laughs> and one thing we don't do at this club. What is it, Matthew? What's the one thing we don't do at this club? We don't kink shame. We don't kink shame. But please allow Jason me. Jason just say we what? don't kink shame. Jason's looking around. Going, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe answer the first half of the question. Well, the second half. I don't really know any porn stars' names. Exactly. With you. I'd say Ron Jeremy. He's good enough for rape and fucking stuff in America, isn't he? He's Did he? Yeah. What ten times? Oh. He's in jail now. Wow, I've not researched that. Yeah, he's on the news of the week. It's quite poor from me. Mm. Um, let's strike that from the record. <laughs> so who would play me in a movie? Matt Damon, Jason Bourne. Shut up, Matthew. Brucey! <laughs> Sorry. 
Murray Williams. I used to act. Murray could act as I was little. Oh shit. Um, I'll just stick to an Aussie. Be good. Mm. He's not really an Aussie. Maybe Russell Crowe. I thought you were going to say Russell, Russell Crowe, Crow, but, really but he's a Kiwi. But he's an Aussie, sort of. He's a fake Aussie. Adopted Aussie. Yeah, got the same accent. A bit rough around the edges. Yeah. I like probably, it. Probably says, says how it is. In real life. Probably not maybe in real life. Gives himself in trouble every now and again, but what he says. Yeah. Uh, in terms of AFL, I know you're a big West Coast fan. Yep. Who would be who'd be your favourite uh, West Coast player of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Just a few. What, Dane Kemp? Yeah. He was good. Dane Cox? Dane Cox is one of the regulars, I like that. He's a, he started up as a real meat and spuds footballer, Stephen, as you like to say. And obviously proved himself to be a bit of a star. Yeah. Um... What about the Glamour Boys? They don't like Glamour like Jakovich. Too much of a Glamour Boy. Dan Camp, Coxie, Guy McKenna. Was it hard yards in the, in the back line, the forward line? Did you support a VFL team before West Coast came along? Yeah, do we have to talk about that though? Because my wife will be on my back. Who was it? It used to be Essendon. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, the St. Carl's wow. is Perth when I was a junior when I was a young fella. Yeah. So I used to support Essendon because the St. Carl's is Perth. Huge. The old man is like the Demons. You got some Perth Demons, obviously. Yeah. You got Melbourne Demons as well. I was an Essendon fan before West Coast came in. Just don't tell Catherine that, please. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast. Well, she's going to now. <laughs> we That's can it. edit that out. Okay, cool. Nice. He won't, but we can. Yeah. Um, do you have any foods that you incredibly dislike? Um, Brussels sprouts. Yep. Cannot stand them. Not a real lasagna fan. Really? What? Interesting. Not a little big on lasagna. Love a good curry. Love my, like I said, my before my my um, roast and steaks and stuff like that. Yeah. But not a real lasagna fan. Mm. Breaking. I love a lasagna. Mm. That's huge news. <laughs> this is massive. Exclusive. <laughs> Anything from you there, Stephen? Oh, I got a couple of things. Um. I don't imagine. Uh, this is not to infer that you're not an intelligent, intelligent individual, because I believe you are. You're one of the best and smartest captains I ever played under. But in terms of your schooling, uh, what was your best subject and what was your worst subject? Uh, I went to Kent Street. Oh, the cricketing high. school. Yeah, I started a year after the cricketing thing started, Matthew. Oh, I wasn't allowed to go backwards, unfortunately. Um, best subject was maths. Worst subject was probably maybe biology, maybe. Didn't really interest me to be honest with you. But it's mass I'm quite good at mass. Makes yeah. sense with your darts. Yeah, true, yeah, true. Yeah. Helps out with my darts. Which I don't no longer play. I think I'm I'm nearly out of questions there, Stephen. What, what about yourself? Is that so? Oh, the, <laughs> I'm sure if I kept thinking I could keep coming up with more, but I also don't wanna wanna bore Jason. Um, just to show the maybe just to show the human element of the man because I mean 
there's been a lot of episodes where, where this man's been quite uh, highly spoken of and, re- and revered, yes. I, I would suggest. Yeah. So maybe just to add the human element, um, what, what scares you, Jason? What's your greatest fear? Failure. Oh. That's deep. Mm. Oh. When I do things, I have to be probably not the best at what I do, but I have to be good at what I do. Whether it be sporting life, work life, schooling life, anything like that, they're not failing. Now, there is one other thing we've got to bring up, because it would have been Saturday or Sunday afternoon, evening, and Jason said, after he had a few turkeys, can we make sure we bring up the two times I skittled Damien Martin in one match? Oh, South Perth Juniors. Yes, I played South Perth Juniors. He was playing for the Wanneroo he played for. I remember he played for was the Wanneroo. Sure. It was a northern team. Yeah. We used to play back in the day. We played juniors. We had two games on a Saturday morning. And I nicked Damon Martin off third ball. Opened the bowling. He opened the batting back in those days. Caught up first leap. And the second game, I got him fourth ball. Uh, caught behind by the weekend. <laughs> Catch him, right? But fuck, he was good. He was real, real good. He was good back in those days. Yes, he was classy. Yeah, that was back in my junior days. So back to my junior days, I was just—I was the only kid that could swing a ball. No one else could swing the ball at all. I mean, ball dead straight. That's so I was the quickest in my side, but I could swing a ball. Where everyone else just bowled dead straight. How'd you end up at South Perth? I lived in Kensington when I was junior. Oh. When I was younger. Uh, South Perth Kensington. I lived down there, so I played my first. Played for. Jeez, what the first one I played for? What do you mean, Kensington? Then Kensington shut down and I went to South Perth. Okay. Spent four or five years there, I think it was. Spent a year at Belmont. And then I went, well, I was on there, I was probably 15 or 16. Had my two years off and then started playing at Camry. Fair enough. <coughs> what? At sort of what time during that did the parents move from Kensington to, to Thornley? I think I was oh, 16 or 17 they moved. So I, reason, okay, I, was, I was actually going to go to Thornley first off, because obviously we lived in Thornley. The old man used to go up to the Thornley Club back on the uh, Friday nights and Thursday afternoons. Hmm. So natural progression was to go there. Then George, one of the old man's mates, George Pommersbury, he was playing cricket at Kemwick. He goes, I'll come down and try down there. And I was like, Kemwick, where the fuck's Kemwick? <laughs> he was like, yeah, left the end of your street and it's probably straight anyway, almost straight there. I was like, okay, no worries. I went down to my first training session on a Thursday night, and I kid you not, there was probably like 80 people there trading. I'm like, oh, huh. Jesus Christ, this is crazy. I played my first game, like I told you guys before, we had seven. Out of those 80 people, we had seven. <laughs> Which I don't know how that works, we had seven people. <laughs> and we had our ass, ass handed to us, and I was like, I'm never coming back here ever again. But <coughs> the, the person that made me come back, which will probably surprise you, is Gary Hartman. I sat with him on the bank of that primary high school, high school, uh, South Mental High School on the bank, watching our guys get skilled on that. And I spoke to him for a good hour and a half. I was like, this guy's actually a really nice guy. And he was my captain for, not that year, but the year after, probably the next five or six years after that. Him and Scotty, Scotty Hartman coming through the ranks, on his leggies. Mm. It, it's a shame that at, at our club, we don't have uh, we don't have many life members, which is which isn't necessarily a problem. But the the guys that we do have that are life members aren't as involved as we'd like them to be. Like no. a 
like a, a Gary or a, or a Slopper. Just the, those are the two names that come to mind, but not necessarily dependent on yeah. them. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, other other clubs have life members who are involved, significantly older, and and still playing one day, yeah. you know, Zeds mm. or whatever. Yeah. It'd be nice to still have those those sorts of guys around because I reckon our young boys, because we've got a lot of young boys, they could, mm. yeah, they could learn a fair bit. Which is someone like a Slopper. Slopper's a good teacher. We had him at coach as a junior. He's a very good teacher. Smart man. Knows what he's doing. I think Gary Hummel is in Golden Bay or something these days, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, down south, yeah. Would be hard for him, but yeah, Slopper lives around the corner. Be good for him to come back. Played a game this something. year. Mate. Yeah, he played one game this year. For who? For the um, one day else, he played one game. Did he play or he just got named? Jeff Martin, they played. Oh, he played a game. He went down there, there and said, I'll central umpire and hopefully not have to battle ball. That's all right. That's Jeff all over yeah. again, though. What's the kids to do something? I think he's um he struggles to get the shoulder over anymore. So. Yeah, he hurt his shoulder. He fell over. He fell over a couple of years ago and stuffed his shoulder. So he can't get his shoulder above his... That's heartbreaking. He's yeah. a good man. Very good man. Now he's going to train in the off-center ball left-handed. Well, sorry about Jeff Martin. He, he turned up to my 350th game, remember? Back in the day, back in the 7 general. He turned up with an esky full of piss, which I didn't expect him to. Shook my hand, told a couple of nice stories. Spot us piss for the afternoon on the trip home, remember, Stephen? That was a good trip home. It was. Very nice. I didn't have to do that. Very nice. Very nice. He's a good man, Slopper. He's a lot of time for Slop. And his wife. Sue's so, so a very lady yeah. as well. Slopper also kind of... Your four hundredth, yep. and <laughs> presented. <laughs> did a did a nice speech. It was a good speech, yeah, really speech nice. And um, <laughs> Catherine organised this. Was it a keychain yeah, or a key ring? Yep. A key ring um, in commemoration of his four hundredth game. He gave it to Jeff and said, "Here it is. You know, put it in your pocket. Cool." And he pulls it out. Gives it, Jason. Congratulations, <laughs> Jason. Over to the thing. Nothing in there, and Jason's like. Cool, thanks. It's only there's a Jeff's pocket still. <laughs> I didn't want to say it for anyone else to Jeff. That box is empty. He goes, oh, was it? <laughs> oh, fuck, here it is. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Jeff did speak very well that day, yeah. which was good. Yeah. And we managed to win one of the few games we did that this season. So. Yes, yes Manning's and Matthews still yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. They're not about us. Yeah. What do you reckon? Very yeah. good. Very good speaker, yeah. is Jeff. He is very yeah. good. I think we're we're basically done, lads. Unless um, there's anything else you want to add on, Stephen. Um, anything anything you'd like to to talk to our to our listeners about? Anything you'd you'd just like to to say? Um, congratulations to the fourth grade side winning the one day final. This year. Congratulations to the sixth grade side winning the one day final, which is also good. Hopefully, all those guys come back. Sixth grade boys. Would love that. Back, come back next year. Some good cricketers there. Um, and obviously the. The youngness of the top side this year is very promising for um, years ahead. Yeah. I've got guys on our side as well, Matthew, like Matthew yourself included, and you go play a higher grade of cricket. Two-day cricket would suit you, Matthew. What? Yeah, it would suit you. Wouldn't Daniel agree, Stephen? Two-day cricket would suit you massively. Like a sixth grade? Yep, so yeah, do well. Do well in sixth grade. Play a two-day game next year, Matthew, if you get a chance. Okay. <laughs> whatever you say, I'll, I'll do whatever. Just bowl 32 overs, you'll be right. I just yeah, like playing cricket. I don't care what format it is. Yeah. And look forward to next year. And thanks for having me on. Oh. It's been very enjoyable. We'll see you next week. Th- uh, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you very, very much. We've been waiting for this. Before before we wrap up, uh, thank you, to obviously, to 
royalty plumbing, gas and electrical for making our you know our season possible as a club. Dan the man. Dan the man. Nankara. Yep. Stinky Nankara. Rooster um, cricket. Yeah, rooster cricket. Um, shout out to Josh specifically at Rooster. Um, we don't know when the wind up will be. Um, it's going to happen, um, and you will be coming so that you can obviously award the uh, Rooster Camera uh, Cricket Club Podcast Player of the Year. Yep. Thank you to Boom Radio and to Sport FM. And we might be back next week. We might not be. Who knows? See, this is this is the thing. The mate. people want more. I've I've had I've had the question asked of me. Um, so is this the season finale? And I've had to say, well, I don't I don't know. Neither do I. I mean, do we come back to talk about the juniors specifically? Probably. Should we? Like, oh, look, if probably we win should. the semi, we probably definitely should. <laughs> do you not do? Players' votes this week. Did you do them last week? You did them last week, didn't you? Regrettably, we did, we did re- just uh, like honourable mentions. Look, oh, uh, it's a bit of a bone of contention for me. Um, apparently, Kenwick's falling into line and doing everything like everyone else does. We don't do things our own way. We're not different. So because the because no one else was playing, that we uh, don't give out the votes. So say this obviously didn't happen, but say if someone makes a hundred and takes Wi-Fi. In a grand final, sure, that's, that's worth 20 votes. Unlucky. You get a pat on the back. You get a premiership medal. Righto. So that's what I thought, Jason. Mm. But I'm pretty... Did you not give votes last week? No. Okay. I just sat there and pissed and moaned about how upset I was about it. I just don't feel like you could add it to the regular season votes. I, I said we still could have done votes and had a finals player, but you didn't... Okay. Well, I can't. It's so late in the season, I can't just organise prizes left, right, and centre. You just get a nice little photo. A photo? Yeah, you know, they can be in the middle, we'll be on either side, their arms around us. That's not COVID safe, mate. Come on. Turn your brain on. No, we'll wear a mask. We'll be in hazmat suits. Well, <laughs> well, they probably don't feel so special in that instance. Well, look, I'm straight out ideas, man. And look. Thanks. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> Thanks, and I'll see you next week. Hey, Maddie. Yeah. Before we go, how's the love life treating you? And thank you. I'll see you next week. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, thank Jason. You Thanks for having me on. It's been enjoyable. The Chemical Rollers Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735.